Hello and welcome to the Saladcast on Friday the 21st of January 2011. I'm your host Dan Train, joining me in this new year, Robert Kemp. That was some violent use of trout. <laughs> and Zachary Burgess. Hello 2011. I can't <laughs> believe this is only the first podcast we've done in 2011. I know, we've been pretty crazy. It's clearly <laughs> delayed. Since we did such an epic long like three hour game of the year. That wow, no one in their like right mind said more than usual. I don't think people understand how much it takes it out of you. Having, <laughs> yeah. to, having to spread your intellect at such uh, levels. So much effort into coming up with all those categories. <laughs> to be fair, it was about a few minutes. three times as much effort as we you'd ever spent on, <laughs> on preparing for a podcast before. You don't know that. that. <laughs> Infinite, because... If you if you multiply anything by zero, if you divide by zero, you're in trouble. <laughs> if you divide by the amount of effort we normally spend, <laughs> you, you're in trouble mathematically. Yes. So you you will break your calculator. So I take it you guys have played far too many games, and we're probably not going to have enough time to talk about all of them. You're not going to have enough time to talk about them, and then me and Rob will fill up the entire podcast. That's okay, I'm the host, I can take one for the team, as it were. So let's get every straight time. Into it, shall we? Every single time, yeah. Uh, well, we can start with me, how about that? And then we'll have uh, well, impetus I mean, to like, get me out of the way. Time, so maybe you should. Okay, well, let's do it how now, unusual. okay. Well, I'll leave Super Meat by until we can all talk about it, but... I've I'm been playing Dirt that 2. <laughs> Got that in the uh, uh, Steam sale. We can sale. talk about that as well. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Uh, uh, did you get it in the Steam sale, Zach? Yes. Yes, so we can all talk about that. I like it. It's, I mean, it's amazing looking. It's ridiculous. It runs really well on this new uh, computer it's, that I've set It's up. ridiculous. People like say that, you know, in, when I was talking to Eddie about Gran Turismo 5 when, when he was showing it's like... Okay, it looks good in places, but it's not that great. And it's like, and then I showed him, right, you want to see good looking? I showed him Dirt 2, and he's like, well, yeah, it looks pretty, but it's not very real. And I'm like, it's sort of in the middle, maybe, but it's goddamn awesome looking and runs like stink on a PC. Yeah. Well, it doesn't have any of those shadow dithering problems or anything no. you get on GT5, but I mean, There's... just purely in terms of graphics, it's amazing looking. I mean, Dirt was quite good looking, but it had that severe narration is brown thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, and they've totally well, got rid of that. It's it's really colourful dirt too, isn't it? Well, it's not loads entirely of got rid of, but maybe that's because dirt is brown. <laughs> well, there's still quite a lot of blue stuff going on, but now you've got kind of blurring effects, all kinds of stuff, and they do all kinds of crazy stuff with the menus. You know, where they they take a. Fo- I like it when it takes a photo of what was last on screen and then turns it into a. Photo. Yeah, the loading screen. You know what I'm saying? Awesome. It's the, the bit you sort of the remember of the game, general. isn't it? Which is like, pow! Here you go to your next thing. And brings although, up the music. All that presentation although, stuff is just ridiculous. Although it is, it is almost over the top in places. In yeah, I agree. It's it's like it's when, you come, when you finish when you finish an event and it comes back to the trailer and you have that moment where you look around and there's no way of just yeah. saying hurry the fuck up. Yeah, that's kind of annoying. And I also find the um the, the you know the hey Dan or hey Rob or whatever you have. What did you say? Hey your Spoon. Name to? 
Hey, Spoon. Hey, that was a great race. We should race again sometime. It's like, oh, I mean, it's I Colin McRae Dirt 2. It might as well be to be Dave Mirrors Dirt 2. Is it? No, sorry. What's his name? Ken, Ken Block. Block. It might as well be Ken. It might as well be Ken Block's Dirt 2 for all I can tell, especially with Dirt 3 coming in. That It's got that, what does he call it? That where he flings a car around a load of cones and oh. makes it look crazy. Jim yeah. Carner. I know, I know yeah. what you mean, but I can't remember yeah. what it's called. So Lock next one might as yeah might as well be Ken Block. Welcome but, to the Ken yeah. show. <laughs> but yeah, it's severe. But um, the rally's not long enough, and and the, it's weird how how it has competitors in front of you that you have to get past in a rally. That's stage. cool. I well, don't know. It's not. It's, it's, it, it makes sense. I mean, that it's like yeah. that can happen in a rally. Normally, yeah, everyone not... does about as good, so that never happens. Yeah. But it's it just because happens. the AI is crap, <laughs> and you're yeah, like I'm... totally owning them. You catch them uh, up. They they must space them apart by at least like five minutes, not like thirty seconds or whatever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but the, the stages aren't lo- as long as proper rally things, are they? The, yeah, but the, 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 I, I yeah. It, I, I, I don't know, I, I quite like it, I think it's neat and original, I quite like it when you get warnings on the proper rally stages of, oh, there's a crash ahead, and you see some dude in a tree. Although I don't <laughs> like that when it, when the, the your co-driver interrupts his pace notes to tell you there's a crash going up. Like, I'd rather know, yeah. know about what the corner is, rather what the than corner the is. there might be a car in the way. Because mm. if there's a lot of pace notes, it skips the pace notes while it's telling you that there's a crash, there, doesn't it? There are places so, so where the don't... pace notes don't work either, because he's, he, yeah. he takes too long to read them. And so or if you hit he's read them, and then he stops. It's like, you hit things, and then he stops reading pace notes to say, oh, don't worry, it's just scratch. It's like, yeah, but it's not going to be in a minute. <laughs> it's just a scratch, as he says every time, because you hit, you usually clip, like, a tiny bit of wall or something at the beginning or something, mm. I don't know. And then he says that, yeah. Uh, you hear that a lot, but I don't, I don't mind it when he sort of exclaims when you have a big crash, though. Yeah, that's, he, that's he probably fine. has thrown cool. his notes halfway about the car at that point. Yeah, I like. I was enjoying the one where you have to smash through the gates. Gate crash. Yeah, it's an interesting challenge. It's, it's a bit fun. difficult sometimes yeah. around the tighter corners to tell what line it wants. Yeah, you to they take. want you to take. Yeah, you have to almost do it twice if you want to get a really fast time, don't mm. you? Because you have to. It's like an, an addition to learning the track. You have to also have to learn the line that. It once. But uh, do you see yeah. what I mean about there being? There's a lot of different types of event, but not enough of the cool events. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I mean, that was the same. Like, the first, there's not uh, enough of the main rally by a long way. It's yeah, there is now. That's, that's a real shame. And you know, to be honest, my personal my personal favorite like of the competitive everyone on the is is the raid because I like the tracks. They're awesome. Well, they were cool the in the first days, awesome. but I like the trucks. I don't know. Like, they don't almost fat, don't feel fat. different enough now. Like those big trucks. Um, well, they're like the. I don't know. You get that big the dodge hunters. thing, but yeah. But in in the first game, I remember having proper trucks, like Dakar rally style trucks. You know, with a big flat front end and a like a trailer. Yeah. Or what are they call? I can't remember. But they were raid. Oh, do you? Is that later in dirt? No, they're like they're just it's like a subset of the raid cars. It's like oh, is crazy it? Okay. trucks, which are those that, yeah, those the ones. They were mental. I, that, that, yeah, uh, but something. They probably don't I don't know if it's the menus or the raid trucks. Everything seems shorter than maybe it's because I'm at the start of the game. But every event seems like it's really short at the moment. They and do start remember... to push the lap count up as you go through. Yeah. But yeah, I, not much. But it's like 
but I think it's that the tracks were longer in the first game. That's why they were. It wasn't that they had, you know, less lap count. It's uh-huh. just they had more. Perhaps it's because of the detail they have to put into the. I mean, they Possibly. look so incredible. And it's I mean, amazing. It's, 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 the amount yeah, of yeah. There are rally stages that are and trailblazer challenges that are quite long, but it gets but the the, the sort of impact of that is slightly removed by the fact that most of the time you can tell that the long ones are just a stitching of two shorter ones. Yeah. And so they make up a third track by stitching two of the little ones together. It's like, well, that's a bit of a jip. Yeah. I mean, well, it's like you just get the same track backwards, and it's just like, oh Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We have more actual tracks, please. Seriously. I mean, I know it must take a, a lot of effort to actually build these things, but you know, it, it, it's like grid. It feels a bit because of there's so many disciplines. It feels like each discipline doesn't have enough in it. No. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Maybe they should concentrate. So, what would you drop from the two in terms of, uh, you know, uh, uh, that's a good question because they're, they're all sort of fun in their own way. I mean, rally crosses because I don't know. That's just a bit there. The handling well... isn't like when you go on the, the track, track for a it's not really dirt enough, and when you're on the track, it's not really track enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it almost point. like it's in a different game, almost. Like it's it's good, but it's not different enough from a normal racing game, whereas the other modes are, aren't they? The oh, rallycross, no. rallycross, rallycross is, is kind like of a big st- deal, but the problem I the problem I have with them is that the tracks for rallycross aren't very good. I don't think the idea mm. is bad. I just don't think they put decent tracks in this one for it hmm. i always liked because rallycross but you know if we're going back to the rally sport challenge days i quite liked rallycross in that that was good oh yeah fun. and um but because the, tr- the tracks seemed nicely designed for it they felt more i don't know the whole battersea power station thing is it, is it Battersea yeah. or something it just yeah, seems it a bit ridiculous yeah it's a bit crazy oh, isn't it, it? <laughs> The Japan uh, track okay. That would be a good use for a Batsy Power Station. The Japan track go. is pretty goddamn ridiculous as well. Like, there's no way you'd have a jump that low over the your own bit of track after like a one like a seventy degree corner. <laughs> Everyone would just crash. <laughs> I actually managed to get confused on that jump on the Batsy Power. I actually, got you know I went the wrong way about three times before I realised that. I was entering the corner. I was entering the previous corner wrong, and then that meant that I thought it was a jump down on and and a left, but it's a jump over then a right turn. You see what I mean? So I actually got confused. Are you sure you're not getting the map confused on the Japan track there? But yeah, I know what you mean. The Japan track doesn't have very good oh, signage probably around Japan, it. Yeah. So probably you, so track. yeah, you jump off the thing. Oh, there's a there's a few corners like that where you take them what you think is a chicane, and then all of a sudden there's a hard left, and the, but there's lots of open space on your right, and it's like, oh, which way do I actually turn? I can't tell. Yeah, it's, um, anyway. it's a bit annoying. It's great when you you have to learn the layout of that one, but it's good when you do. But it's yeah, also, it's a bit of a problem. I found it quite hilarious that not only is there standing water everywhere, there's standing water everywhere in the desert. <laughs> you get <laughs> yeah. to Morocco, it's like what's on this water? It's really it's funny. Not, it's not actually a mirage. No, it's a real water because you can splish it and it goes on your windscreen if you're in the in car view and you can't see anything, which is quite funny. Um, but. Uh, not like playing in car. It should happen when you're in the. Oh, bumper I play. Cam I play well. bumper cam, but yeah, not bumper cam. It's... Sorry, the sort of hood cam. Hood where cam. You can yeah. Just see the see the front of your car. I mean, I do play in car sometimes, just because it's like it's, it's it's it is a lot more of a challenge for some reason, and it's a uh, especially because of the water splash. But yeah, it's quite funny. The water yeah. splash is evil. 
but anyway, so I was playing Dirt 2 and I was thinking, this is great, but I'm not enjoying these rally. I, I want to try something that has, you know, is a bit more realistic and and has the nice, you know, because I remember the old, like, old Colin McRae 1 I used to enjoy going around mm. these really long tracks and stuff. So what I did was, I thought about it, what's the game? And I looked up and I, I got, you can get it on Colin 250, for, I got 250 <laughs> uh, Amazon. Richard Burns Rally, I downloaded. Oh my god! It. I, I got, I got, <laughs> and I installed this, thinking, okay, so this is the insanely realistic, supposedly one, okay. And I thought, well, From I've got the gamepad now, I can quite try. Quite some time ago, now this isn't it? Yeah. 2005. Not that it was amazing look at the time, but it's not bad looking. See, when you consider, it has a good sense of speed, basically, and it has really long tracks, and it looks fine. I mean, you get a case, quite a few cases of trees being. Um, if you look closely there, those, um, uh, no, they don't pop in at all, but it's the fact that the tree has, is just two polygons, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. crisscrossed into each other, but there's millions of them. So there's no popping. In fact, the draw distance is really long and it runs obviously perfectly. Uh, it doesn't even, ha- and because it's modern enough not to have problems with new machines, you know, it's not like trying to get an old game to run. It's a relatively new game. So that uh, part of it looks fine, but oh my God. Yeah. So, um, you have to be incredibly light on the throttle, basically, all the time. Uh, it's a bit of a miracle to make it around the track. But I thought, when I first tried it, okay, I thought I went straight off. I went off at the first corner, which was an easy left. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and um, uh, uh, and then I thought, oh, this is like that old game Grand Prix Legends. It's so realistic that there's no way I will ever be able to enjoy it. You know, it's no fun. Yeah. But what I did was I went into their rally school thing, which is narrated by Richard Burns, um, a bit like the old Colin McRae one was narrated by Colin McRae, wasn't it? And uh, obviously yeah, Colin McRae died in a helicopter accident, accident, and um, uh, uh, Richard Burns died of cancer like the following year or something after this game was released. So he's not going to be back for another one. But um, he was really good at teaching you. I mean, it teaches you all the proper techniques and stuff which actually work in the game, like the most revelatory one was left foot braking as they call it but um obviously in a with the gamepad you have to you have your fingers on the on the brake and the accelerator at the same time so you don't have to wow. left foot brake you know but it's basically he basically explained to me oversteer and understeer in a way that I'd never really understood before because I've never driven a real car but um explained how what you can do through the corners is you can brake even though even while you're still on the accelerator through the shallow corners and that Put, uh, um, tilts the car forward so that you get more um, uh, oversteer, so you can turn through the corner better. Uh, so there's a lot of thinking about how to how to angle the car because the problem is if you the weight how to shift the weight of the car because if you if you floor it, you basically can't. If you floor it in Richard Burns Rally, you have so much power that it's quite hard to keep going in a straight line because, and also if you brake fully, like if you if you if you floor the brake, you um you basically go into a you lock the brakes and you go into yeah. an uncontrollable slide. So not only can you not turn while you're braking, it also almost you basically lose control while you're while you're locked braking because it could slide yeah. anyway. So um you know in any direction you could you could lock the brakes and you could be sliding anywhere. So um so that was the mistake I made at first was that when I first went on the track I floored it. Had absolutely no 
steering whatsoever and then I, I i locked the brakes and it just slid straight off and it was like i can't even do an easy corner you know but once you get into it it's really fun i found i can't i'm shit uh so all my times are 10 seconds slower than the ones that are built into the game or whatever but i'm quite pleased to be able to make it around the track and it's still it's mm. really fun i would suggest trying it i mean you can get it on amazon for 250 and there's these guys on the internet i think they're french but they've made this amazing mod pack for it over the years and they've just released a new one richard burns pack 2011 mm. <laughs> so this has a, a an, an active community loads of models and stuff uh loads of new tracks like you can get pike's peak somebody's made you know mm. remember that track from dirt uh yeah but, yeah uh, Obviously, it's a famous actual race track in hill climb track in in America somewhere, Colorado, I think. Uh, but you can get all that extra stuff. But I was just playing the base game and uh, just going around these rally tracks in set in England, you know, and it's, it's really fun, I have to say. Uh, so, uh, but as a, be, with a proviso, like, that it's I, fucking I, hard. And don't yeah. squeeze the triggers too hard, either of them. Don't squeeze too hard on the accelerator or too hard on the brake. And when it says fast. When this corner is a fast left or fast right, slow down. <laughs> that doesn't really mean... It's I mean, still it means fast. In their sense, it means fast. But in the sense of us playing games, it means if you don't break, you will you will go straight off, basically. You could just about manage the easy easy left, easy right, without, you know, slowing down. But if it says fast... If it says anything else, like, a, you know, a, a proper sharp so, corner, start breaking so, really early because if you so, so don't break So easy is a sharper enough, corner than fast? That seems counterintuitive. No, it's not. Easy, easy is... Uh, easy, you don't have to break so much. But sh- but fast, you do. Oh, wait, the other so, way around, sorry. No, that doesn't yeah, make yeah. sense. No, you'd think fast would have been the one where you don't break. Sorry, I said that the wrong way around. You would, yeah, exactly. So, so... um. So easy, easy is the easiest easy corner, is, and then you've got fast, yeah. which is actually which is the next than level. Easy. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Start, that's I'm, a bit I'm, weird. That's initially confusing. I think you might be able to change it to the numbers. You, there's all kinds of options. Like you know, you were talking about the the, the pace notes in Dirt Two. I mean, mm. the depth that Richard Burns Rally is. You can go into the options, and you can change the distance from the corner at which he will tell you. Huh, when that's what cool. corner is coming, and you have to listen so hard to what he's saying, because if you don't, you will be off. You know, <laughs> you have to, because the stages are really long, and if you're not concentrating for a second on, because if you concentrate too hard on the corner, you don't hear what he's saying about the next corner. You are stuffed. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, so the yeah. handling's pretty. It's like the GTR of rally, is what you're saying. It's super realistic. I suppose so. I mean, the problem is I don't have a frame of reference because I haven't played GTR and I haven't driven a real car, so especially not a rally car. So I don't really know if they really have this difficulty going around corners. It looks, from what I can see on the TV, that they have a bit more grip than it seems in this game, but maybe... But I think it's because in games you don't get the sense of the power that you do in a real car. So you're Mm. going faster than... You're probably kind of going faster than what you'd yeah. imagine you would be. Yeah. Exactly, and that's why you're going straight off, because in reality they're going a bit slower into that corner than you are, you know, or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's why it's why Gran Turismo feels relatively slow when you play it. It's because it's trying to be okay. It is a touch too slow, I'll be honest, but it is trying yeah. to be um, 
realistic, so your cars are moving at the correct pace around the track rather than trying to be a, a, an, an exhilarating yeah. game, if you see what I mean, so they don't exaggerate it. But so the thing why, with that is... That's why Gran Turismo feels slow when you're playing from outside the... When you're playing inside the car, it feels a bit faster because it's... Yeah. You're nearer the but road. But it feels but slow relative to, to as game, As gamers, yeah, we've got used yeah. to insane speeds. But the thing with this Richard Burns is so it actually feels faster than something like Wipeout, or not in, the, in a sense that when you're going fast... You're not thinking, yeah, let's go faster like you are in in uh, dirt or something. You're thinking, holy shit, I'm going fast, and if I don't slow down soon, I'm fucked. <laughs> you know, you get that sense of incredible danger of speed. Yeah. Like, like if there's a long straight, you can go really fast, but then you're constantly thinking, oh god, oh god, please let me break. Where's the corner? <laughs> yeah, where's the corner? Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, so it has a good sense of speed in that sense. It's amazing. Anyway, so check it out. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Another speaking of rally games, there was another one relatively recently that sort of passed us by because I think it was only released on console, and that was the WRC official rally game. Oh, I've not. I've never played any of those games. Which, They've always been on know, PlayStation, haven't they? Yeah, there was one like last year, I think, but it sort of flew under my radar. I didn't spot any noticeable like reviews coming out for it and things like that. So it's probably crap <laughs> by that logic. Hmm. Well, maybe, but. Uh... Uh, I, I do enjoy rally games, but Dirt 2, very good. Uh, but check out Richard Burns Rally if you haven't, and if you're not too scared. <laughs> and yes. uh, okay, It'll be interesting to see where they go with Dirt 3, but I know what you mean, yeah. It's, it's interesting, because, the, yeah, I used to like the whole get yourself set in for a whole season of rally stuff, no matter how well it goes. Yeah, well, that do. that is inc- insane in Richard Burns, because it's, like, it's got realistic damage, and then you have time to... Um, you know, a time in the pits, and if you run out of time yeah. to repair things, then you have to just go on. And, like, there's no restarting of individual stages. Like, you're <laughs> fucked if you go off. And, yeah, so you'd have to play... I think you'd have to play quite a few quick rallies before you'd even attempt to season. Attempt to season, to try. Yeah. yeah, so in that That's sense, it's cool. quite... Yeah, well, it depends on how you look at it. I mean, I mean, you could look at it as being so hard that you don't even want... you don't have access to the content of the game because mm. it's too difficult. But uh, it's like everything in the game being only on legendary mode. <laughs> yeah. But there you go. Anyway. Well, so, speaking of Dirt 2, what's that? What's that? Sorry. What they need to do for the next Dirt, or not really for the next Dirt, well, no, what they need to do for the next Dirt if they don't just make it a goddamn rally game as they should... <laughs> They won't know now. I mean, Dirt 3 looks more interesting from the Jim Carner point of view rather than the rally. You know what I was saying earlier. Crazy throwing it around the playground thing. But what they actually need to do is, like, make a new modern rally-type game, even if it's not totally rally, even if it includes, like, raid or whatever, style races, where it actually has, like, track deformation physics. Where did that technology go that was so... It was like, Sega Rally! Yeah! That's because it was... What happened to it? It was interesting, but it wasn't that greatly done. Well, no, of course it wasn't. It was Sega Rally. They were were never going to pull it off, really. They don't have the time or... Uh, I don't know. That's actually... Was it just called Sega Rally? Yeah, it was supposed to be a reboot like of, the, a remake. of the franchise. Yeah, it didn't do well. But that's what yeah. we need. We need tracks that actually look like physical material instead of a texture. Oh, <laughs> Sega Rally Revolution. Rally Revolution you have city coming out of your car. It's Sega Rally Revolution was its full name, but it was just called Sega Rally in Europe. 
Okay. Yeah, because in Richard Burns' rally, it's very important to be on the inside of the corner because all the corners have a slight bank to them or whatever. I don't know if that's real, but they have like a almost a ditch on the inside, and if you don't get into that groove, you know, you're going off the outside. (laughs) But it doesn't have deformation of tracks when other cars go over it. That would be cool, Zach. I agree. That's fun. Mm. And you could have like little. I don't know if Sega Rally did it, but like puddles forming in the tracks of cars that had passed previously. It should yeah, like that's... dirt should be fucking being chucked everywhere, and shit. especially in raid, raid. You know the fat drives. <laughs> yeah, shit everywhere the cars. Those cars. And you can see the mud coming off the cars in front, or whatever, yeah. onto your windshield. Or <laughs> That'd be so cool. Uh, go back yeah. to Sega Rally very quickly. Answer your question. It's actually developed in house just by Sega Racing Studio. Whether oh really? Or, whether or not they exist existed. or not, who knows? It might have just been a one-off. But interestingly, the PSP version was developed by Bugbear, who make Flat Out. All right. I don't know why that's interesting. Probably... Actually. Uh... <laughs> probably... <laughs> right. Okay. Shall we move on to uh, well, you guys? Well, we need to talk actually, about. There's one thing. Oh, yeah, okay. Be briefly, briefly on the table. I think I know what he's going to say. Multiplayer. Yeah. <laughs> it was okay. Yeah, we, me and Zach d- delved into its uh, multiplayer workings, and uh, it's a quite a mixed bag, to be honest. It, let's let me put it this way: it's absolutely fine when it works, but I suffer some yeah. quite serious problems um, in the sense How that come? as soon as I select online mode, the instant I do it, before I've gotten into a race, in the menu I notice a severe frame rate drop. Oh. It like halves on my system. It's crazy. It goes from from being like silky smooth to being like Xbox style, What's it which doing? is once I've got used to silky smooth, that's a bit of a problem. I, you know, it's, it sort yeah. of puts off my driving quite badly. Um, yeah. So that's the first flaw. Second flaw was I couldn't actually play a race while my computer was CPU stepping. So this is you know, uh, when I say CPU stepping, I mean like the tech that. When your system's quiet and not doing anything, it underclocks your processor. When it's busy, it overclocks it, right, um, yeah. which is fine in single player. It doesn't have a problem with that. As soon as I go online, it kicks you out of games as soon as you do that. And I've heard it's rumoured that if you have your... Um, I, I've looked on the internet, and apparently people who have their um, their base over, you know, chip overclocked in the BIOS, then it doesn't allow that either. God, so you... So you have to have your chip at stock settings <laughs> in order for it to run and then put up with a performance drop. Well, that it's, sucks. It's, it's, yeah, lots of people overclock their computers. I mean, loads of, I mean, I've never done it, but loads of serious gamers, you know, do it as yeah. routinely, like, overclock. Because it doesn't harm it, you know, if it's just a little bit. Uh, anyway, I mean, on any processor, it does yeah. yeah, if you do it by a small amount, it's fine. I mean, the only reason they don't come like that, you know. It just seems a little bit ridiculous. It it took us a little while to get it all up and running. It took us ages, actually, in order to get just to get into a game after I figured (laughs) it out and things like that. It seems like the Ego engine in general isn't happy with CPU stepping because there were problems in Grid where I had to turn off the CPU stepping, otherwise I got a weird pause bug, which still happened when I turned it off. It just happened less frequently. Right. But well, I suppose uh, that's the same developer, same engine. So yeah, might, exactly. So, so they, they still seem to have issues with with that. I think, as I say, the ego engine doesn't seem particularly happy with it. But once we got into games, generally it was all right, apart from okay. me sucking because I wasn't used to the frame rate. But yeah, I was quite bad. 
What game? Uh, uh, I absolutely love this. Is again, this is why Raid is one of my favorite things because it works in multiplayer. It's genius. It's just fun. Oh yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's it, it does become a bit of a problem. It does become a bit of a French fight. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously taking each other out. <laughs> that's more part of the game when it's like a raid or whatever because it's like it's more, ever... it's, as they say it's like contact racing or whatever yeah did we explain sort of they call it Frenchy? no I don't understand no. that so. <laughs> that was back in the day when I was um, trying when PGR3 came out and I tried to play that quite a bit um, the uh, online generally it was filled with bastards um, that tried <laughs> yeah. to take you off the track rather than driving properly. Um, and it became really frustrating and was half the reason why I didn't play it. But m- almost all of the time, they were on the speech channel and were French. So, <laughs> to be a bastard in a racing game is Frenching. <laughs> well, okay. Or Slightly to take you out deliberately rather than trying to just overtake you is <laughs> sort of more than specific usage. Yeah. In real life, it's more German, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> so, but, as Schumacher would say. But <laughs> anyway, Frenchy. But it, it suffers the same... Not to be confused with kissing. It suffers the same old problem in multiplayer of if you don't pick the good car, <laughs> you're totally right. Yeah. Or if you don't there's know the, what the good car is. <laughs> there's like a, the worst ones are the trailblazers where there seems to be like a... Um, a, a almost like a gimmick car that's more like it's a little a go kart with severe spoilers and something. And, and unless you're driving that, you don't stand a chance. It's ridiculous, right. and it, it just ruins that whole game mode. Hmm. You should be. Able, is, is there an option? I didn't actually really look at the multiplayer option because I wasn't making the server even when we were testing it when Rob was making them. But is there an option to like set everyone in the same car? Because sometimes uh, no, I didn't see that. You could choose the type of cars for the race, but I didn't see force them to a car. Can you bring your liveries and all that crap, like no, to the multiplayer? It has none. You, of that. Well, you can bring you can bring your liveries into it, but you can't. Right. Uh, yeah, you, you do get the ability to do that and change your horns okay. and stuff. I always find it annoying in the single player the way it keeps telling you, "Hey, look at all this stuff that you now have." It's like great. New liveries. Don't care. Like, makes a big fanfare of it, and it's like, I don't really care. Um, <laughs> this is going to be a lot of skin. Yeah. <laughs> red and white bitches. <laughs> or if you're in the newer Lancer, you have to have red That's and true. black, because it's very nearly red and white. Yeah. <laughs> now, you make an interesting point, I think, because um, uh, a friend of mine has been pl- attempted to play Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, and got immediately pissed off with how much the game says, you've just unlocked a new car, and gives you a big fanfare about oh, it and stuff. And Burnout like, used to do that as well. <laughs> that was the worst thing Burnout, though. Apparently like, after bad. every goddamn race, it played that entire car sequence, where it's like, we're going to yeah. it. Doesn't or, it do like, it in Paradise three as well? cars in one race. <laughs> it, it does do it in Paradise, but when you unlock it, the, the moment you unlock it, it's quite brief and just done with, like... Um, it's not like a whole sequence or anything. It's just done with graphics on the screen saying you've unlocked this in a sort of cutaway yeah. for a moment and then goes back to where you were. But next time you visit the garage, like when the you garage, start off the that's game, right. or the junkyard, it goes the next time you, or something. Yeah, they all drop onto the screen one by one and, and it takes a fucking oh, age. God damn. Uh, Guys, don't uh, do that. <laughs> it's like if Criterion, you're great at a lot of things. That is not one of them. Yeah. I don't know. 
I still remember it was really annoying like, Burnout, Burnout 3. 3, because it had that little, like, that drum roll at the start, yeah, yeah. that little bit of music where it's like... Wouldn't it start the music over again if you earn three yeah. cars in one? In one? Yeah. And then you skip to the next one again. Oh, man. Actually, this is a good place to move on because I do want to talk about Burnout Paradise because I've sort of been playing okay. that more. Um, I don't want to talk okay. about it too long, only to say that the more I play it, I, I did sort of get into it a little bit, but n- without liking it in a weird way, it's like, it, I can, it like has, heroin, it has, hor- annoyingly, it has the draw, <laughs> you know, that oh, I talk okay. about, and, and you once you start playing it, it's very, <laughs> very difficult to put the controller down. Even if you, for all its flaws, for all its problems, which are many, it's you, you, the most annoying plus is that I can't pull myself away from it. I you still can't that, get over the fact that it's while, not. I know this hasn't but, happened uh, so much before, has it? it like, well, no, it grew, it grew on me. It didn't happen at first, but uh, after a while, I sort of got okay. into the swing of it, and then the, and then the draw kicked in, and then you okay. sort of end up playing it for quite long periods and not realizing. Um, that saying is still, I still get a bit annoyed with it. There's um, the uh, the yeah, there's like the car intro thing is is very obvious. The um, yeah. I, I get a bit annoyed with how it's it ha- I just don't know the des- the open world design doesn't work for me, especially when the yeah. game tells you at the last possible moment you should really take a left here with a tiny little indicator on screen that makes it really really quiet. Or your noise. car indicating, yeah. Literally. Yeah, sort of just sort of tells you where to go. Usually too late. Um, so you slam on the brakes, you even use the handbrake or something like that, and still slam into the wall of the corner and, yeah. and have no hope to get round it. And most of the AI tends to do the same when you do that, which is hilarious, but, um, <laughs> but completely not. You, it's just, sort of. Yeah, it's just like the game is at its best when you're not turning corners. And it's like, well, surely that's against the point of a racing game, really. It's, yeah. Uh, it's, well, it's Burnout has always been quite good at relatively shallow corners in the actual tracks, and that's not conducive yeah. to an op- open world design, is it? No, when you're sort of doing, pa- it's be- at its best, and you've got quite long sweeping corners, and you can power yeah. slide around them, and which is something that to need- make it interesting. Which is something which that is- obviously Need for Speed has taken on board because yeah, uh, none speed, of its tracks really have sharp corners. And it's, exactly. Uh, I mean, that wouldn't work as an open world. I mean, it is an interconnected world, but isn't it? None, yeah, counting. but you don't get a free but drive. Yeah, it's interconnected, long, long, which, windy roads, isn't it? Which leads no, me to the second. It's not intersections. It's not a city, you know. Which leads me to the second most annoying thing about it, and that if you can't turn corners, taking a shortcut is even more perilous because generally the shortcuts get, that you that you you try you're in the middle of a race and you think right, I'll just go this way and sneak past these guys, which are and the shortcuts and the special routes are usually indicated by big yellow signs. So they're hard yeah. to miss. You'll go in one and find it takes you to a completely different road going in the opposite direction. And you're like, oh, how was I supposed to know? Yeah. Taking a shortcut during an event is a bad idea unless you're doing a stunt run, in which case it doesn't care where you go as long as you're jumping like a crazy motherfucker. But yeah. it's, yeah, it's shortcuts. Are, exactly, but it's too much and it's, it becomes it's annoying. Mind, you, 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 pretty le- you learn pretty fast not to take them because you're going to lose if you do so. Except on some bits of track, were, anyway. But 
on on the linear tracks on I thought they went a bit over the top with shortcuts in Burnout Revenge to be honest because they were every two minutes there was a well, sorry <laughs> two seconds route, yeah. were like not two minutes but they're big blue signs and there was a different route over most portions of track and I thought oh no that's a bit over the top but when the, they don't flat out don't work you know like mm. in the open world <laughs> flat out don't work yeah. <laughs> was that weird? Was that a weird thing to say? Sorry. It was a bit synonymous with the game Flat Out. So it's like, Flat Out don't work, yeah? Oh, sorry. I'm sure that game works fine. I didn't I've, really like I've been it. playing that too. Flinging blokes. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. This could be the driving edition of the cast. It seems to be so far. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, it's, it's really quite irritating. And also, it still suffers from the same problems where you can be driving straight down a road and the traffic will drive into you. They'll like, oh, <laughs> instead of just staying in their own lane and minding their own business, they'll they'll panic and swerve into you, and it's like, oh, like Midtown well, Madness one, yeah, so the, <laughs> must crash into you. <laughs> the bloody the bloody traffic AI is non-existent. It just sort of does what it wants. It's like <laughs> when you, when it when you get when it, when the traffic realizes you're driving towards them, they'll just do what they want. They'll turn in any direction possible, most of the time towards you. And it's, it's like, oh, fuck off. I've lost that race because of something I couldn't do nothing about. It's couldn't really do irritating. nothing? Couldn't, I couldn't do nothing about it, like, innit? That's like a double negative, innit? Oh, shit. Yeah, could do nothing, done then you could have done something. Anyway, <laughs> so what else What else you been playing, man? Uh, uh, out? Flat out, yeah. Well, that's what we'll be talking. Oh, well, no, yeah, I've got another driving game. Stick to the driving game. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, I haven't got any other driving games. You got a driving so game, Zach? You got a Vroom Vroom? Um, Dirt 2, isn't he? Other than well, Dirt 2. Yeah, <laughs> we already covered that, though. I think that's it for driving. Right. I won't talk about Flat Out very long, Sam. He's all his ridiculous driving. Yeah, I won't talk about Flat Out very long because of it, but it's not much, I haven't played it too much. In that it's, it, uh, it's Flat Out Ultimate Carnage I've been playing, which is essentially a graphical sprucing up and slight balance tweak and you know physics improvement over flat out two um and yeah the graphics are quite nice in places it's not particularly amazing by today's standards but there's some nice water effects and uh the the, the crazy level of physics of stuff flying about the track is often quite pleasing um it's weird it's like if burnout is complete arcade thingy imagine flat out is like a carnage racer powered by physics it's like mm. The way the way the cars collide and and sort of fly about the track is actually quite real feeling. And the way that the admittedly the physics of things you run into in the world is kind of light, so you can quite easily run through a giant telegraph pole for easy, and it will just go flying. Yeah. But and you'll only lose a bit of speed. But the point is, you do lose speed, and it's so crashing you can't just plow through things. You there's a yeah. there's a downside to destruction. Um, and it's up to you to sort of that balance uh, in check because you get points for being aggressive against the enemy and destroying bits of the terrain and things. But obviously your aim is to win the race. So yeah. there's an interesting balance and it sort of works, which is uh, the like weird a thing about it. It's destruction derby or something, isn't it? Kind of. There is a destruction derby mode. Oh, it's right. like they, call it, they call it carnage or something, uh, basically, where you... Uh, yeah, you get set in a parking lot or something, and you just have to destroy each other. And there's some, there's like a last man standing variant, or there's a life-based variant where you keep going for a while until the timer runs out or until oh, everyone respond, runs out of lives. Yeah, and that works as well. That's pretty good fun. It's kind of cool. Yeah, so because yeah, 
does it have the classic drive backwards because you fucked up the front of your car thing? No, it's a generic <laughs> damage uh, system oh, okay. rather than a, an area damage system. Okay. Does it have all that crazy stuff in the first game? You know, the sports of like flinging yep, still out the front windscreen. Is that still hilarious? It, that was the best thing about the It's kind of lost a bit of its <laughs> charm now because the novelty's yeah. kind of worn off. But they've made them a bit more difficult. And there's you, you actually have some air control of your driver when he flies out the oh. windscreen. Very, oh, okay. very slightly. And it's a bit of a trade-off because if you do so, you lose momentum by steering yourself. And oh, it's a... It's, it's more about the, the funniest bit about that now for me is the sound effects because when you fly out of the when someone flies out of the car, there's this ridiculous scream that goes with it. <laughs> so it's just like ah! Is it the and, same um, scream every time? For for the ladies, it seems. All right, okay. <laughs> when you when you're killing the uh, 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 um, a rival driver who happens to be a woman, they always make the same scream, <laughs> which is like ah! <laughs> it's a uh, but uh, it's quite entertaining. Anyway, I haven't played that too much, so I'll stop there, and I'll, I'll, leave, I'll leave further judgments later. Okay, moving on from racing games, I think, now. No, 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 no there's right. one more. And it's <laughs> oh, there's important. another one. <laughs> okay. okay. It's very, very important, and had I played it earlier, probably would have been a contender for my game of the year. What the hell could this be? It's only fucking Blur. Yeah? Is that amazing? It's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, brilliant. Oh, but sad, sad news, though. Yeah, I know. Bizarre now actually properly closing. Which They're is, properly closing, you know. Which is... Well, they'll regroup in some sort of spin-off company, for sure. Well, they'll go... All the all the developers that work there will go and work for somebody else. And yeah. Different people, I imagine. So we'll probably never hear anything from Which is a real shame, again. because Blur is absolutely brilliant. There's, there's, <laughs> okay. there, there really isn't much I can think of to say bad about it, which is unusual for something I review, I know. But <laughs> I get a bit ranty about games. But this one is just fan-fucking-tastic. So did you get this on the Steam sale or something? Nope. I got it for... Um, it was a tenor on Play.com for the Xbox. Oh, I got it for the Xbox after hearing rumours about... the uh, well, We've talked about this before, about the community being oh, yeah, a bit small and it possibly okay. being hacked. But... Um, yeah, it's it's just fan. Yeah, it's a console like, game anyway. It is to sum it up. It is it, it hasn't changed much from the beta, so it is still Mario Kart with weapons. Um, yeah, some of the graphical glitches <laughs> from the beta are gone. Um, oh, good. Not Mario Kart with realistic stuff, I guess. Well, it's, it's just weapons. Yeah. But, yeah. It's, a, it's kind of a cross between Mario Kart and Wipeout, but with real cars. Or yeah, vaguely. I don't know. Yeah, with real cars and semi. The, the handling's not. It's sort of the handling strikes a fine line between arcade and um, yeah. realism. So when you're sliding, for instance, you slow down over time. So you can't hold a ridiculous drift, for instance. But you might get yeah. around a corner slightly faster than if you took it uh, with with a, with proper braking and racing line. But the game gives you the choice because you've got drifty cars and grippy cars and cars that are in the middle. So you can right. pick a car for and cars that are good on dirt. So you can take don't have to stick to the road all the time and. Uh, but it, it, uh, one of the big things it has over any other game is the fact that ma- the majority of the racers have 20 cars on the track, which is considerably right. better than the average eight that most that sort of racing lot. games go for. It's, it makes like it big, f- wide tracks so that you can... Yeah, the tracks are quite wide, generally. You don't really They're see very many at once, though. Well, no, the pack spread out. Five in the corner. Yeah, it's five taking the corner at the same time in that screenshot, and uh, about you can see three more in the distance, and that's that's only in the middle of the pack. Obviously, there's the leaders miles away, 
But it's because the pack spreads out and you change place quite rapidly between the, the front and the back, and it's a uh, it, it makes it more interesting. You start at the back. No matter, you start at the back. Yeah. Right. Does it have the ridiculous it... first corner where the first where the frames per second goes down to zero because twenty cars have just piled in? So Surprisingly, not. Corner. I've, I've okay. never noticed the frame rate drop. Not once. They don't all start. Doesn't all the cars actually start even near each other? Really? They are There's, spread out like quite a grid, high. is it? Well, they're sort of in the location where the front should be, but it's always a rolling start, yeah. So the game immediately puts you into the action, and they are spread out a little more in single player than they are in multiplayer. But even in multiplayer, there's 20 players, and they're bunched up a bit more, and it still handles it. And there's an amazing sense style in the graphics as well. They're not amazing, but they're all very glowy. Every car has a red trail behind its lights. Um, It's... uh, yeah, all the explosions are quite pretty. <laughs> In the, the fact that game should changed. do that red trail more because reality has red trails <laughs> at night, <laughs> cars and stuff, doesn't it? I mean, maybe probably not that time. much, but yeah. <laughs> it looks yeah. cool. It's just filled so. With does me- it not have the the um, Mario Kart slash Wipeout press the button at the right time for a boost at the start style thing? No, that's that that's not there <laughs> because, of the, because of the rolling start thing. That doesn't exist. Um, right. Okay. You're, you're, how well you're, you start at sort of like half your car's speed, and so the acceleration still has a a kick to who gets the best best knock off the line. Um, oh, okay. There's a bit of a there's there's, st- there's a tiny amount of certain cars are better than others um, in general. So as you rank up your 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 player, either online or offline, you gain access to better cars within that class. So as you as you rank up, things start skewing towards the right hand of the list. You know how it goes. There's, um, so there's a yeah. little bit of that, but there's but they know they don't improve much. It's like they improve in areas in the single player. It's quite well balanced because they improve in areas that you probably will need for the next set of challenges. So by the time you reach that rank, you'll start using different cars to do the set of challenges you're currently on. It's quite well paced in that, and it's a different pacing to how the online works. You, you unlock cars in a different order for online, and. Uh, yeah, but you have obviously the the races that can come up online are a little bit more random, so they could probably spread the types of cars about a bit more. But and the game's not entirely the same online and offline either. The, in the main core racing is the same, but except for the fact that in online you can customize your car more, whereas offline there's more to do in the middle of a race. Like there's gate challenges to run through whilst battling opponents so it's like go oh. through this number of gates and you'll get a fan bonus or oh, that's cool um, like or that. pick up these little icons on and it will give you a task to do like perform a good drift in the next 10 seconds or um kill that's someone awesome. with a reverse with a, with a hit with a reverse red shell it could get really boring <laughs> in the middle of races sometimes especially if you're ahead and stuff or i don't know well there's still not much to do if you're ahead other than the fan run but which is the gate they call the gate challenges fan runs it's a but, start though isn't it yeah know. That's and they, cool. they, you still have a blue shell, but it's not nearly as effective as it is in Mario Kart. Mario Kart. It drops it... like three plumes of electricity on the floor, and you can dodge around it if you're good enough. Um, right. But it generally creates a sort of a power dropping effect. So when you run over them, your car loses power temporarily. And, okay. uh, um And it's sort of it, it's it's good because because there's so many cars on pack. There's actually quite a few of these about, so it keeps the pack fairly dense. Ah, okay. It's quite. It's well not like a rare, rare smart bomb like it is in. No, no, it's it's not like blue shell on the line equals lose, kind of yeah. situation. It's 
Okay, it's, it's cool. just the balance is brilliant. It's, it, the tweaks, the differences between online. There are different game types online to what are offline as well. Like you don't get there's a destruction derby style game you can only play online, presumably because they couldn't bother to make the destruction derby style AI. But right, yeah. <laughs> um, but you can only play that online. Whereas offline, you get like destruction challenges where there are dumb AI cars with low health driving about, and you have to kill as many of them as you can to get okay. points and stuff as you drive around the set. So, so it's, it, both sides of the game are just as interesting as, our, as each other. So what are the customization options for the cars, then? You uh, offline, none, basically. You only get to choose yeah. your colour. and Well, you do get a mod loadout, but it's very basic in the sense that you can change some aspects of how your car works. Like one of them is overbolt, which means when you pick up a bolt power-up, which is like weak green shells... Um, you get an extra one every time you pick up the power-ups you fire four instead of three. Um, or uh, one of them that makes your shield um, more powerful, lasts longer, and if any car touches it, they get pushed away by it. Um, mm. Things like that. So very, very slight variations. Don't really affect whether you win or lose. It just depends on your playstyle, um, which are quite nice. Online takes it a bit further than that because you get three mods to attach to your car at any one time, the combination of which you can choose... Um, within a certain, you know, they're, they're split into different categories, and you have you're allowed one from this category, one from this category, one from this, and you can basically build up your own mod combinations on how your car handles. So uh, uh, at the minute, I'm still quite early in the ranking tree, so my customizations are limited. But I have a laser sight, so I can aim my bolts a bit easier. Um, oh, a battering cool. ram, so I take, <laughs> so I don't take ramming damage quite so much, and I deal more out when I ram people. Um, and I forget what so the middle one like is. It's, perks, it's like sort of, aren't they? Yeah, kinda. Yeah. It's like the Call of Duty perk system. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That does seem to be adopted by almost everyone. That Call of Duty perk yeah. system. And well, I it's don't got leveling and it's got the perks. It's pretty it's, good. Yeah, it's pretty much Call of Duty for racing games. Yeah, I don't blame people for copying that. I mean, yeah, use that in a racing game, and there you go. I mean, oh, what what the hell happened with Blur then? Do, do we? I, mean, I don't. We I honestly this, don't but... know why it, why it went wrong. It's it's. It is. I mean, so I think good. the name and the the brand being a bit similar to a certain uh, a certain brand, pop band. Pop band my, yeah. My, yeah, it's got almost the same font going on. I don't know yeah, how they did that, but um, they could have they could have branded it better. Uh, but um, I but don't that's know. the thing. That's it had, not, it had a reasonable amount it. of media coverage because it, it had, had ads where most racing games wouldn't. And yeah, I don't know what happens. I, I honestly yeah. don't know why it failed. It just didn't seem. I guess people. It was in the middle of summer, which may have been a downtime for games, and people thought only yeah. bad releases come out now. But that's that's sort of racing season is summer. It's, uh, anyway, the point is that it's now it's, ten it's, quid. It's so now super go and cheap. Buy it. <laughs> yes, yeah, so like, yeah. raise your hands, support. Uh, admittedly, it's a dead cause now, but just just be awesome and buy it, please, because it's like it yeah. is amazing. You won't yeah. regret it. It has so many little neat features as well. The second, right, this is a great feature I discovered just by turning on the game the second time, is that it tells yeah. you, you get this lovely screen where it says, previously on Blur, and it tells you everything, your, your main achievements you achieved last time you played, like how far you got in the online, who you defeated in the uh, um, uh, in the single player, um, who and you know, which which rival you took down, how close you are, next achievement, and the... Uh, um, on your on your nice. achievements list, and it's it's really neat because it helps you remember what you did, feel good yeah. about it before you've even started playing the game. That's cool. I like that. It's yeah. really it's it's like the way I think of it is it's kind of like what Need for Speed did with Autolog, but 
not quite to the same level. I mean, you can challenge friends. There's the leaderboards. There's all that still in there, and there's even Facebook integration. And yeah. it's um, uh, but which, it's sort of like which what... Hot Pursuit doesn't actually have, despite the fact that Hot Pursuit has a wall. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> actually have comments. Facebook. Which it doesn't is actually bit, have Facebook. Bit of an oversight. Care, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> but you know, what I mean, it was, it's, it's like it was trying to do Autolog before, but in a slightly less. It's all about this kind of way. It's like it won't tell you if friends beat your things unless you've specifically challenged them, things like that. But it's trying to be social, which is nice. Hmm. Sweet. Excellent. But, yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know what else to say. It's just amazing. For the love of God, get it. Check out Blur. Okay. Well, I I will have a look for it if it's uh, cheap and I, I may join you in that. <laughs> since oh, I do. Since I didn't get since I didn't get Hot Pursuit, I might consider that as the El Cheapo option <laughs> for the time being. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'm sure we'll get around to them soon. Okay, uh, so that's the driving game section of the pod over. <laughs> yeah, I think, I'm, I think I'm done with that. Yeah. Okay, that's cool though. I, I like driving games. We don't talk about them that much normally. But, uh, <laughs> I suppose we, we talk quite a lot about GT5. Yeah, but now it's been a bit of a glut, which is nice. Uh, but what else have we got? It's a question. Who wants uh, to go next? I'm done talking for a while. Okay, Zeg. Uh, uh, what you been playing, man? That, that, that isn't Dirt 2. <laughs> well, the trouble is we still need to all talk about Super Meat Boy again. Let's do it now. Super Meat Boy. But now Rob what? doesn't want to talk. <laughs> in our, in our podcast, this. You've played it more than All now. we've done about Super Meat Boy on the podcast is me just playing the demo and telling you guys this to is fucking the win. Yeah, just buy it. And we all and I got said, it, didn't we, it in the Steam sale. I said if it gets cheaper in the sale, I'd buy it. And then oh, it did. How convenient. You actually, you actually bought it for me for Christmas. Well, that's because you? I thought you would like, see it and it was like a 24-hour Steam deal. Yeah, and you're like, right. Since I'm it... the one who's always here to see those, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't want Dad to miss this and then not buy it just because it's got expensive again or have to yeah. pay more. Not that I really care how much money you're paying. Ha <laughs> ha. So, Zach, th- do a nice review of Super Meat Boy and explain why it's the best thing ever. <laughs> um... Pop and blur. Pop and blur. <laughs> okay, it's not the best thing ever, but it's pretty amazing. Gosh. I don't know, because it's just, I don't know, fun. <laughs> and I, I, there's nothing to say. That's the trouble with it. It's like, it, there's nothing to say about it. It's just like... You it is what it is, isn't around. it? It's, <laughs> yeah, it's a hard-to-sell master control platformer. Weirdly, I, mean, I, played we ex- the, I, I played the original Meat Boy, which was a Flash game yeah, on Newgrounds, okay. and it's like it's it's just it's a fan, if you haven't if you've played Super Meat Boy and haven't played the original, do so because it's a great sort of way to see just how far the game has come. Because the concept of the first Meat Boy is pretty much the same, get to the end just by platforming skill alone, but the controls aren't nearly as tight on the Flash mm. game. They're a bit floaty. They're, they're so a bit, good in the in they're the. They're a bit the... weird, and it's like Super Meat Boy. The concept doesn't work so well in the Flash game, but then you get Super Meat Boy, and it the, because the control is so good, the whole game is made. <laughs> no, before I was buying it, I was thinking, am I going to get it on the console or the PC? Because I think the, you know, I can't decide whether keyboard would be better or gamepad, and I ended gamepad. up with it on the PC. And I tried the keyboard, keyboard, and it does suck. But luckily, I have a gamepad, so I the, I now have the um, what should we call it? The the connect the dongle thing for the PC that allow you to plug in your oh, the wireless, wireless 360. Thing. Yeah, so and that works fine. Gamepad. Gamepad is way I, I, awesome. It, it has it, analog control. It feels control. more comfortable for me for a while. But, uh, There's an know, option in the menu. Without my hands falling yeah. apart. 
Okay, still, right, maybe I did press the button a bit hard, but... <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think press the keypad doesn't be any less hard. It does. It does be on palms instead of fingers. Yeah, well, it's more on the back of your hand or something somehow, because of the way you press the A button. I don't know what it is that makes that game hurt, but it does hurt. It's not as bad as, like, Metroid Prime Hunters on the DS, which was oh, hilariously... God, that, that hurt so bad. <laughs> Actually, so bad. going off on a bit of a tangent, have you heard about how... Um... The, the new Kid Icarus game on 3DS. Yeah, that um, does the same thing, doesn't with, it? Apparently it has a similar control scheme, and it, apparently it was fine for the demo things, because the, the DS obviously rests in this nice security cradle, meaning you don't have to take the weight yourself. So it probably works yeah, in that environment. As soon as you're holding it yourself, it, you've, you'll end up with... Do you remember F-Zero Finger? No, but go ahead. You, you know, with the, do you remember, oh, what was it from? The, the GBA version of F-Zero, where you pump the oh, air yeah. brakes... I and after a while, that. your fingers feel like they're dying. Nobody's done that. Uh, no, uh, nobody's done that since though. That pumpy grip thing. I liked that. Mm. That was cool. It was good but fun. I, no, it, it was a terrible control scheme. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, you didn't pump the. No, you pumped the um, the thrust, didn't you, to get grip? Yeah, you oh, pumped yeah. the accelerator. You but just it still, had to it hold still, the air it still wore your thumb out and things like that. It, it, did, it, it yeah. caused a bit of hand cramp. It wasn't a terrible control scheme, but go No, ahead, it wasn't yeah. terrible, <laughs> but it didn't... It was like this weird DS control system where you're, like, holding it with one hand and pushing down on the screen with the stylus, which is what the whole problem is. It's like, obviously, some, some ridiculous third party needs to come in and make some kind of weird brace that, like, attaches to your wrist and then, like, extends under the DS to give you extra support or something. <laughs> Mad Cat's wrist brace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was yeah. looking at the 3DS design and thinking, well, this is the obvious way to do FPSs, and now we'll have like analog control over the uh, over the movement using the stick, and uh, analog control over the looking using the touchpad or whatever. But I mean, it seems like just looking at the, I mean, one thing they could do is just make the um, I don't know how you do this, but make the touchpad like finger friendly, like the iPhone, as well as stylus friendly, because then you yeah, would, I'm you'd surprised be able to hold they didn't it. do that. Really, yeah. they didn't make like a special. Oh, I forget which way it is, whether it's resistive or capacitive. I think it's capacitive. It's capacitive it? for the fingers, yeah. Yeah, but, um, but you could, but you know, people make special sty- stylus stilly. Well, the Yeah, but it's not the same, is it? As in terms of, you should just be know. able to just make have a smooth screen and just use your finger. Yeah, but the I'm other so, thing I, I thought, I thought, I thought that was what they were going to do. You know, I honestly thought that was what they were going to do before 3DS was announced, is that the next level DS would have one... They'd make one of the panels, like the top panel maybe, one massive screen that was multi-touch sensitive. And I thought that was where they were going to take it, but 3D took it. But you can't do the touch with 3D, obviously, on the the 3D screen. would go a bit mental. But the other thing I thought was just looking at the thing... I mean, this would be more difficult, and it would make the device more expensive, but what... But thinking about how much money stuff like Call of Duty makes, why not just go the whole hog and stick another one of those analog sticks on the right-hand side underneath the buttons? You know, why not just go the whole hog? You know, mm. I mean, if there's room to do it, then yeah. Well, there is room there and on the design. And it's comfortable. I, I don't know if there's room inside on the design. There probably isn't, but there is room on the outside. There's a blank space, and it's but like then it doesn't have enough buttons that you can reach at the same time as using both the analog. It's not like you've got. You've still got two buttons, but they're not really triggers, and they're not in—they're not in particularly helpful positions. Because the DS L and R buttons have always been pretty terrible to reach, even when you're holding it like, like that. That's true. That's true. That's the know. problem most handhelds have. The only one that does 
the shoulder buttons well is the PSP. But then if you want to use that, you know, it's analog controller that's in a bad place and makes it uncomfortable again. Yeah. So uh, no one's got it right yet. I don't know. I I think in general 3DS hardware looks pretty good, but um. But we were talking about this before we went yeah. on air. It's expensive. For a handheld, it's expensive. I mean, I know the PSP puts the, the boundaries of how expensive a handheld can be, but I don't know. But well, it's uh, a different it, brand, it, you know. If it, if it's Sony like... has that thing, doesn't it? With they can have, they can afford to make the PSP expensive because it's a different. I don't know. Their branding is, or or whatever you call it, is different. It's, it's more like highly elite electronic, and hardcore, and, isn't it? Yeah. Unless toy-like and and they're doing well with that toy-like thing i mean the wii are not that the wii is it is cheap for what it is i know but yeah, the wii is expensive the ds is still expensive expensive in my eyes. yeah seeing the tech is now what six years old something yeah, but nintendo never like dropped that. their prices because we discussed that no. before but they used to a... remember when the n64 was sort of in the in after it sh- in the middle of its lifespan, when it was... Well, no, actually, not even in the middle of its lifespan. Only shortly, you know, it wasn't long after GoldenEye that they dropped the price of the entire console to £100. But that's because the yeah. price... Which was amazing. money there was in the carts because they were so expensive to make. Well, true. But, you know what I mean? It was it is, sort of... They, they don't encourage people in, I don't think. It's like, the DS is desirable, yes, yeah, so they can keep it high. But from a consumer point of view, from a gamer who knows about these things, and we've talked about this theory before, it's people who know about this... It feels like a jip, in the same way that the Wii feels like a bit of a jip, and I shouldn't have bought it on launch. It's. <laughs> I think, I think that two thirty quid or two fifty dollars. I think it's probably okay for launch, but it will have to come down a bit because. For me, it depends just... entirely on how much power is inside the unit. Because if it's just well, it's if it's cool. like not much more powerful than, I don't know, than if it's less powerful than a, a GameCube, it might be a touch annoying. Well. Well, the you know, thing the is, PSP, I think... we've been spoilt by the PSP in a way because it has it's had near PS2 style graphics for a long time. The 3DS will have to match that and then some to be impressive. I, I mean, 3D is one thing, but if the frame rate drops that people have been talk- talking about become too much of an issue, or if the well, the main thing about it is that um, I, I think it is more. It's definitely more powerful than PSP. But the trouble is that every single game, no matter how good looking, will have to run at sixty so that they can have it run at thirty. Yeah, but it doesn't for three D for three D. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, it has to run at thirty frames for yeah. Do you see what I mean? So it has to run at double the frame rate than a normal game. Uh, you know, it depends how they games... do the technology, but. Yeah, I don't, but, it depends how the I screen think... works. Because if it's lenticular, they can split off the resolution to a camera slightly across, which is fine yeah, if they're not I, doing I... pixel shader effects. There'll be no, there should be no frame rate hit on that. But well, again, I think again, it depends not, how the tech not, works. I'm not sure how the tech works, but I think it, it they are rendering both the frames separately because apparently in some of the games have an option in the menu where you can turn off the 3D and double the frame rate. So uh, yeah, I've heard about that, and it's not an option. Yeah. It's just controlled by the 3D slider. Oh, is it? It just it just automatically when you yeah. switch it to completely off, it it switches modes, does it? Indeed. Oh, that's clever. There's a lot of clever things about the hardware in 3DS, and I think it. Yeah, I, mean, I Street think Fighter Four looks pretty good. And have you seen the Resident Evil like sh- uh, video? Uh, I haven't like, watched the video, but I know of it. The mercenaries thing. Whatever it is, it looks pretty much like Resident Evil Four on the GameCube. Really, I would say. Uh, it's pretty impressive, uh, for a for a, and even Kid Icarus looks pretty good. I don't know. 
but I mean, it doesn't look as good. Well, yeah, I don't know. The, the graphics so far from what I've seen don't look as good as what the cube could could have produced, even from no, a, that's true. Well, nothing looks as re- good as even, even with the it? reduced resolution. The the general detail in the scenes doesn't look that great. But yeah, well, we'll see how it goes. But I think in general they have they're on a reasonable track with it. Make it cheaper. That's my only problem <laughs> with the price. I don't get on with that price. All it is. It shouldn't well, be more expensive than a Wii. Look, it's just um, the market. That's how mm. Nintendo are just a company, and because they've had such success with the Wii, you know, but what will happen is if people don't buy it, they will reduce the price, but if they buy it, then they won't. Yeah, it's as simple as that. I mean, just imagine it was two and a half That's the problem, Rich. Lots of bums will buy it, is the problem. Yeah. I don't know. But that, the trouble is... Two and a half percent like... cheaper last year and then blame the government. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the VAT increase, yeah, probably. Yep. <laughs> and the thing is that that 230, I think it will have to come down because I'm thinking of um, my, you know, my aunt and uncle and their three boys, you know, eight and, you know, 11 and 14, and they'll all want one. And that adds to, what, 700 quid, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, I mean, in a weird way, the DS probably doesn't, to most people, probably a hundred and something odd quid, the DS doesn't, to most people, probably doesn't seem expensive because to them it's like, oh, yeah, but I can do this, this, and this without really having too much of an understanding of, and that's quite old tech that's running on, you know. It's, yeah, it uh, doesn't matter. I it's, mean, it's like, a lot of those yeah. games, it doesn't matter how old the tech is because it's not about the tech, is it? Well, no, true, but we know... Yes, but the tech guy, techie guys like us will know better that, that, that there is no reason for it to be. But but for them, that price point is still reasonably accessible. If you know what I mean, it's sort of it yeah. seems to be hitting the sweet spot. If it was more ex- much, if it was any more expensive than what it is, because I still think the DSi and the DSi XL are pushing it a little bit um, yeah. in terms of a decent market space. Um, if they were to go any more than that, they'd be in trouble and people wouldn't buy them. And by intro- introducing something that is kind of double the price, I think they're yeah. perhaps pushing it somewhat. Unless there's a dramatic drop in DS price after the 3DS comes out, they might be playing a dangerous game in terms of... Because, I don't know, there's, there's something about the DS that shouts volume to me. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? mean it's, it's It's desirable in quantity... I think you're right. And, and, but, and at the price of the 3DS, I don't think they're going to get the same effect. We'll just have to see. I wouldn't be... I know what you're saying about the price, but I wouldn't see, be surprised if, despite the price, it still turns out to be the fastest-selling console ever. You know, you haven't it seen could 3D happen. And no one can see 3D until yeah. they've actually seen it, which makes it impossible to tell whether the price is worth it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we'll see. The bottom line is that 3D, to me... At the moment, I haven't seen an example of 3D that adds to a game. It'll be interesting to see if any of the 3D actually adds to the gameplay or is just something Oh, apparently that you know crazy I mean? sort of tech demo uh, from E3 has been improved, the one with the faces, and uh, has been put built into the software, inbuilt, you know, it's like mm-hmm. built into the firmware. Yeah, yeah, the firmware. Or, what do you call it? The dashboard or whatever. It's got a built-in game, which is... Uh, do you know about... It's like... 
It's it's an augmented reality game, and you take photos using the 3D camera of someone else's face, you know, the two mm. cameras on the front, and then they become like a blob in the game, but they're an enemy, and they start attacking you, and the background of the game is the room you're in, because it takes a 3D picture of that or something, and then it's like your your friend's faces are sort of coming at you and attacking you, and you have to keep them down or something. It just looks hilarious, and they've literally built it into the console. Isn't that genius? Oh. That's quite funny. Yes. <laughs> oh, sounds hilarious! Can't wait to try that. Anyway, yeah, I'm a little bit worried about, about it, but you know, Nintendo have a habit of making something that's desirable but ultimately a bit flawed. Like, um, you know, whoever uses PictoChat, to be honest, it was fun the first few times everyone got to yes, and it's like, oh, we can wirelessly chat on this and play Hangman against each other, which we could have done before with paper. And it's, <laughs> um, uh, you know, so, yeah, it has. It has that's only a problem because the wireless range is so shite. <laughs> and the the fact that they well, didn't think about Nintendo Wi-Fi early enough. Well, yeah, the crazy the, the 3DS has got all those crazy new wireless features that sound amazing. You know the way it kind of even when you put it asleep, it's kind of aware of 3DSs around. So if you go on the tube and there's someone else in the carriage with a 3DS, it'll like vibrate or something, or say there's somebody there. You know, who has the same game as you, let's play Street Fighter 4 or something. So you can challenge. There's this amazing video of, of like these two Japanese people on the train going, challenge accepted, basically just by looking at each other and then beating the shit out of each other on Street Fighter. But all that stuff, I mean, you can use that. Again, that's quite. In Japan, I see that as being brilliant. Everywhere else in the world, not so much. Yeah, I know. It's, 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 not, like, it's it. not that I'm saying I'm not envious. I'd quite like that culture to exist in in our humble nations, but yeah, it's uh, uh yeah, in Japan that would be absolutely amazing. It, it will take off. That will be a good thing. Where, thing in the is, same you, way you... that sort of download stations for the DS plonked in the middle of the city sort of worked right, uh, um, yeah. in Japan, but never worked over here and were trialed on an incredibly rare basis that it never took off anyway. You know, it's, we don't have the same attitude. Annoyingly. That's true. You so do see pointless. people playing DSs on the underground, though. I mean, it's weird, because most public transport, yeah, but most how, trains, how... you see a kids playing on the DS occasionally. But on the but underground, how social would you really be with someone suits. just saying, oh, uh, actually, uh, do you true. want to play a game? Well, I'm, I'm doing this right now, sorry, and I get I off in, like, one stop. Yeah, I know, I know. But it's just the concept is cool, and I like the, the idea. And also, they've the other thing is they've announced and that the, also the makes codes... assumption. It also makes the volume assumption. That everyone, will, that a lot of people will have one. That's true. Well, they will eventually. Eventually, they will. the 3DS it makes it pointless for like the first year. <laughs> That's uh, true. That's true. But not as well. It's gimmicky. And at least they've made it so you have one friend code now. So it's not a friend code per game. So you can actually hmm. have a, you know, fixed it. You know, is, it, is it still a code though, and not a name? I think it's still a code, but at least. Oh, Facebook. I don't know. I don't know. They can't get it right, but you know. They can't, no. Nintendo, they couldn't but... just be a name, because that would be like you'd have to register a name on a database somewhere to claim it as your own, or whatever. What's wrong with my little spoon? That's my actual tag. <laughs> I'd want to keep that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You'd want that, but you, like, I wouldn't just be able to have Zay, because someone would take it. Yeah, but you have Zay. And then I'd have Zay the Brick. That's awesome. Oh, genius. 
Oh, I like Zegna Brute though. It's a shame you didn't keep your old Xbox profile because you did actually <laughs> manage to get ZBB, didn't you? I just remembering my name on the my name my EA account Battlefield name, which was Dan Friggin Train, because <laughs> it wouldn't accept <laughs> it wouldn't accept Dan Train. I tried various variations, and ended up with Dan Friggin Train because <laughs> I was so annoyed. <laughs> I don't know if that's still my EA account thing. If I if I got Need for Speed Hot Pursuit and it said log in to your bloody EA account, I'd, I'd probably write Dan friggin' Train into it. Hmm. I'm not sure. It's pretty good yeah. generally though. I find that once I found when I found Glacial Spoon, it tended to work. So I've whenever I've logged in, even now if I log in as that, I don't really have a problem. It's yeah. uh, I probably what, got them all. <laughs> yeah, I probably got them all everywhere now anyway, so no one can have it. Ha. But. <laughs> I, I have yeah, my name is on every website ever. Stuff, well, you you, don't get me started about EA you. accounts. They're fucking ridiculous. I finally mm-hmm. got my Burnout Paradise login to work, but I had to log into the EA account, create a new account on the EA thing under the you know a new persona as they called it that was just an EA ID. It wasn't attached to any specific game, and then Burnout was aware of it. I couldn't just tell the EA website, "Well, use my Xbox as the default, or use my yeah. PlayStation as the default, or use my Battlefield as the default." They're all different, and games don't understand them. It's ridiculous. I don't know. Oh, one other thing: the Dirt, playing Dirt Two. That was my first experience of games for Windows Live. And oh yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. I quite like it. It's all right. It just works, it's doesn't it? Yeah. Some I know it people now. that really have a Barney with it and you know, don't really get cool on the way it at I all. Could, and... I could see what you were playing on the Xbox while I was yeah. on the PC. I, I don't nice. have a problem. Apparently, that you know, people have there. There are a few problems with it, like the update cycle isn't so hot. Like, oh, um, right. it doesn't, you know, if, if you've bought a game through Steam, it won't update through Steam, it will update through games for Windows Live the next time you launch the game. Right, yeah. Which, That's admittedly, doesn't happen that often for games for Windows games, because they follow the uh, sort of Xbox That routine. did happen when I was trying to but install Dirt 2, I did have... A, a, there's a small update, around. isn't there? Yeah. Cause, well, it, it updated about three times, and, and uh, Steam kept trying to tell me, sensibly, it was trying to tell me my CD key. So that I could use oh, yeah, it yeah, once yeah. I got into the game, but it kept telling me even though I'd already entered it, and then it said, Don't "Oh, it does that anyway." Show this again, stuff like that. And but the reason that it kept telling me was because it kept having to install these updates for uh, Games of Windows Live, I think. Mm. But once it had sorted that, or DirectX, whatever it was, but once it had sorted that out, it works fine. I mean, the uh, games the, I play, uh, games I play with, that need CD keys, it, Steam just tells me about them every time anyway. I can't seem yeah. to get rid of that. It just always tells me about it as a little pop-up on screen that I have to go oh, to the overlay to get rid of. Oh, okay. I didn't have that problem after the initial time. Maybe there's an option. No, I, get, I get that with everything. It's really irritating. But um, I, I like how the 360 controller, when using that on Windows, you know, the guide button does the, the guide. You know, yeah. it pops up with the Windows Live thing. It's and neat. That yeah, it's nice. It's, so, it's all well. It's all well made. So that's all good. So I won't be put off by. I had no idea Dirt 2 had it until I launched it. And then I was mm. like, oh. And you can get your Devos. Cool. Yeah, achievements. So I was like, sweet. I was going to get this on console, but but I got it for cheap because I thought, well, I'll get it for cheap, but I, I won't. You know, I won't. Oh, bummer. I won't get the achievements. But no, I do get the achievements. <laughs> Although I haven't earned any yet, but yeah. Still get your Chivos. Chivos. Mm. I only really care about Chivos on like really good games because I don't care about my <laughs> overall gamer score because it's roughly about half of yours and I think it will be forever um, mm. because you'll increase at probably prob- achievements probably double the rate that I will for the rest of time. So <laughs> when well, I'm no, you've been playing more more games than I have recently. recently, a little I've caught up a little, but I'm still only about half. 
you're on like two, what is it, 20,000. But the annoying thing is that I've got the bit I sort of I don't really sort of go competitive on on achievements. I try and I'm trying to get my ratio up of how many are available to you know when you're in the guide you've got that total to got oh sort of graph. Shit, but then you have to be careful. You have to be careful not to play games and get a single achievement on them, which is what I have quite a lot. Or don't install a trial version of a yeah of a of a live arcade game just to oh, some of them give you some well no most of them won't give you achievements until you've bought it but all oh, right okay because it's kind of the thing or you could have got this achievement <laughs> if you owned the game you bastard yeah, yeah. It's, that's, um, that's kind of how enough. that works but yeah there are yeah so because annoyingly there are a few games that i play like when like rock band style games have notoriously hard achievements to get so that pushes my ratio in the wrong direction oh, they do, yeah. and uh um, we, we were playing Lips the other night. Um, yeah, I know. Sorry, I was playing Lips. I was karaokeing like a bad mofo, and it's all the um, it's all good. It's not. It's not very manly. <laughs> I didn't know you owned Lips. I don't. My brother does. <laughs> I thought so. Your brother owns Lips. Yes, he owns three copies of it. Okay. <laughs> He managed to jip the system. One of, well, admittedly, one of them's the slightly a different version of Lips, but he has six microphones now for some reason. So, um, <laughs> this is a bit random. You can plug in, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's, it can support four. Not that the it's games nice. actually support four properly, but anyway, that's a, that's a different conversation. I'm not going to go into Lips, but anyway, yeah, we got a few achievements on that, so it'll be a few more sitting on my account of you've got Lips and you've earned a certain number of achievements, oh, but I'll never get the rest of them, nor do no. I want to. No. It's... <laughs> Well, that was I only really care about signing in your account and then say, and signing in your account while saying we can get points. I know there's, there's, a conflict <laughs> there's a conflict in my head. Like I want to get that ratio up, but at the same time I just want points. It's like I always oh, succumb to the I want points. <laughs> so it's really I have no really idea why, why, but it's just it makes it's not worth it. But it's. I don't care how many I have overall, I just care about how many I get in games I really like. Like, I'm quite proud mm. of having got all the achievements in Batman, uh, that is for quite example. A yeah, but I don't really care about my overall total. Anyway, but... Because uh, 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 your overall total is also a reflection of how much time and money you, you put into gaming, rather than, like, any skill thing. Whereas if or you compare... how much, at least, you've played on the Xbox compared to everything else. I suppose, yeah, but... Uh, it still feels yeah. quite nice, you know. It's, it's it's sometimes it's a nice sort of like anti-frustration device if you're playing a game against someone and you check out their gamer card and they've got a ridiculous score. It's like, yeah, okay, I, I'm pretty sure I can oh, battle this enough. mob jockey. It's... <laughs> <laughs> on yeah, on um, yeah, on live, yeah. So you can yeah. just go and see their profile and see how many. Crazy... It's not so easy on PlayStation to get to people's cards, but it's like my boss at work and um, when I was working at Talis. Uh, I mean, if you met him and raced him online and he beat you, you could look at his profile and see that he has, he he hasn't got any points on on Halo, but he has like nine hundred points on Forza Two, nine hundred points on Forza Three, you know, nine hundred points yeah. on on Dirt. Like, his racing think, oh, are here's insane. a racing person. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I suppose by that logic, you look at my Chivos and they're kind of an even spread amongst everything. But yeah, but we're, we're, I very yeah. rarely max something out or get close to it. Yeah, but that's that's cool. So yeah, uh, 
Uh, well, we uh, can talk other, about. We... There's the bad news, isn't there, that Zach told me about yesterday, and I oh, read that? up a little bit about today and got nowhere with it. Deus Ex has been delayed. Oh yeah, delayed. Yeah, that that's yeah, it's a shame. But oh, there's a reason. It's some stupid financial reason, isn't it? It's like oh, yeah, they want to push think... it to the next financial year to make next year look good because they know yeah. this year's going to look bad because of FF14. So instead of that's trying to make right. it look less bad, so they're, they're just going to go. Oh, we'll make next year look awesome. We'll just polish it or whatever in the time being. And it's like, well, I don't know. Cause... Well, it'll be weird because, yeah, cause they can say, it'll be great because they could say to their shareholders or whatever, look, we've had this much of a percentage increase from last year. And they'll go, ooh, that's brilliant. Wow. And maybe they're thinking that in a year's time they'll all forget about the terrible failure that this year was for them. Yeah. To be honest, I'm not feeling especially impatient about Deus Ex 3. As long as it's good and doesn't Yeah, I know what you mean. We've waited wrong. long enough. Yeah, we, we can wait some more. I don't mind waiting as long as it doesn't date graphically, which I don't think it is going to particularly. I mean, it Not has in quite like a six months. Yeah, and if they keep polishing it, that's if that's all they do with the time left is improve it graphically, then that's cool. Well, no, there was, oh. Zach brought up that there might be moving the dev team about. Well, I suppose it was when it was in the rumor stage. I wonder if they took people off the Deus Ex team to go help FF14 out, and it's like. But well, they're in like Toronto or something, aren't they? Where are they? Or because it's the city that they're in is in the game, isn't it? Because there's Hong Kong, obviously, but there's also some Canadian, I think, city or that mysterious faraway place. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still not sure about the whole Hong Kong two levels thing because the game isn't set very far in the future because it's a prequel to Deus Ex, and and you know, have you seen the Hong Kong with two levels thing? It's like Blade Runner, or well, specifically, it's more like Final Fantasy VII or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, a city with two levels. I can't see that happening for a while, to be to be honest. <laughs> no, that, that's yeah. quite a long way off. Yeah, and it doesn't but, exist uh, in, or is, does it exist in the uh, in the original Deus Ex? No, no, because you go to Hong Kong, don't Ugly you? Graves, yeah. rectangular buildings. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it sort of could because the graphics of, of Hong Kong, even especially, were so poor. Well, I don't know. It, it was quite funny going up. At... No, it wasn't. It wasn't oh, even okay. good at the time. <laughs> uh, well, the graphics in Deus Ex, they've always been fairly poop. I well, mean, yeah, true. I mean, if you think about it, they might I mean, have been Half Life right the was pretty amazing looking when it came out, but it's better. I think it's better looking than uh, Deus Ex, and it's two years prior, isn't it? Deus Ex was two thousand. Half Life yeah. was ninety eight. Half Life still looks, you know, looks better, I think. And definitely the character animation. I mean, if you look at the soldiers in Half Life, they move around and they look really cool. You know, everybody yeah, yeah, there yeah. just looks, it just looks stupid. Ugh. But, oh, I love Ugh. that game. Ugh. I bought that for the, for Laura for for Christmas, so I might be able to get her thoughts on Deus Ex at some point in the future. But uh, yeah, it's like the retro review. or something. Yeah, well check it out. Retro reviews are always interesting for people that have just yeah, tackled an old game like Never in the future before, to see yeah. how well it holds up. Yeah, it'd be interesting. So, because yeah. we'll, we'll, if we went back at it, we'd look at it through rose-tinted glasses and uh, a little bit. So, if someone new comes to it and sort of goes, "But this yeah, is rubbish." Exactly. <laughs> so, um, twenty eleven in games. I've actually got a list here off Giant Bomb list of major games releases. So we might have to. Might have a All right. crucial. What are you excited about? Well, I'll see what we got here. We've got Fear Three, Guild Wars Two. You guys play Guild Guild Wars. Guild Wars One, yeah. I mean, are you although I, don't, I can't say I'm particularly okay. fussed about it. I'm, got... You know, me and MMOs don't get on that well. Okay. 
We got Gears of War three. Q4. Which is, that's that's yeah, that's pretty high on my list. That's exciting. Woo-woo. Max Payne three apparently. I can't remember who's actually making really? that. Yeah. Well, do, do, have you heard about it? Because Max Payne looks different again. You know how he looked different <laughs> in the second game, the first game. Now he's like bald or something. Oh, so he doesn't look like Mark Wahlberg then. Uh, no, I can't remember who's Rockstar Vancouver are making it. There's Uncharted Three. Uh, let's see what else. Yeah, Uncharted, Uncharted. Three obviously will be amazing. Ooh. It's like they said on Uncharted. It, it is true that like almost inevitably that you know we were talking about the game of the year for twenty for two thousand and nine. Batman mm. versus Uncharted. That's pretty much what it's going to be for 2011 too, isn't it? Because Batman, Batman versus not... Uncharted. Well, I don't know. Gears yeah. of Three might be out there. Gears Maybe. of Three, you know, Gears of War Three. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. That's stiff competition from Uncharted Three, there, isn't it? Yeah, that is stiff competition. Uh, It'd be interesting to see Arkham where they City go with it. Awesome too. What else we got? Brink. DC Universe. Oh, that's that out. looks kind of interesting. Yeah, I have a passing. No, they haven't really released much info on Brink, really. Yeah. It's like, not I saw a video on it ages about. ago, and yeah. it's weird and amazing and weird. And it's it's anyway. a bit different. It's, it's got a bit of a Borderlands vibe to it, if you don't want to say it. It does. It's sort got of slight like... cell shadedness or something, isn't it? Yeah, like, but it's not, it's not hmm. overly serious in the way it yeah. seems to do business. Uh, Zelda Skyward Sword, that's supposedly this year. I bet that'll slip until next year. Uh, Diablo 3, which I'm quite oh, wow. excited about. Actually. A Blizzard game. That's two Blizzard games in two years. I know, and a Blizzard game that I actually... Because World of Warcraft I can't play because it would take over my life. And uh, Starcraft 2, I'm shit at RTSs. I mean, I might play it anyway, but that I'm shit. crap at those games. But Diablo 3, single player, I would totally... Sit down and play that. Yeah, having actually played through Torchlight, that could be interesting. Exactly. Speaking of Torchlight, I never used to like Torchlight them, Two. Torchlight Two with co-op. Mm. It's spring 2011, according to this. Oh, really? So look forward to that really, soon. I don't really date on that at all. Yeah, that seems well, likely. Not be but of course. Uh, it's Torchlight yeah. 2, so it doesn't seem like they... It also doesn't seem like it would actually take very much work. Also, <laughs> I think they're busy. Unless they've got bigger, they'll be busy on the Xbox version of Torchlight 1. Can they oh, really what? release that when they're going to release Torchlight 2 practically at the same time? Uh, apparently they still are, yeah. Hmm. Well, still, it's still kind of exciting, though. I mean, considering how good Torchlight was kind of out of the blue, and considering they're adding the co-op and stuff, I think it could be pretty awesome. Uh... I'm going to have to tag all uh, these, by the way, because this is going to be a ridiculous list for a lot of quickly mentioned games. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Talking about more yeah. games we actually played. Yeah. Uh, just what else have we got, just quickly? Uh, Forza for um, Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Everyone's excited about that. Because it's a new engine. Hooray. <laughs> uh, Rage, apparently. Rage. Uh, the Old Republic's coming out. That'll be interesting. Portal 2, though. That's the one we want. Uh, Bulletstorm, oh my god. That looks like it might be fun. It looks so stupid. Have you seen the videos with Cliffy V? (laughs) So funny. I don't know. It just looks insane, basically. Was it kill with skill? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. That could be good, it could be awful. I mean, I just have no idea, really. It's it's even going to go one way or the other, isn't it? I don't think it's one of those games that can really walk the middle ground. Yeah. Oh, we got Killzone 3, uh, oh, yeah, Death Race 2, a Big Planet 2. Which, which is, is already one. out. Is that out? I think so. 
Uh, yep, January 18th. Yep, <laughs> that was about three days ago. So yeah. Uh, anyway, so lots of cool games to look forward to. Uh, let's move on to games we've actually been playing again. Uh, Zach, you haven't talked much this podcast. Let's get into something that you've been playing. I mean, we kind of glanced over Super Meat Boy. All we said is yeah, it's awesome. again. Let's go back to that <laughs> yeah, go on. Moment. Talk about talk about it. Well, no, that was only like an hour ago. I was yeah. to say at the time when we first mentioned it, it's like there's not really much to say about it. Except you guys need to play it more. God damn. Yeah, we do. I know, but yeah, you just get a game and you have so much free time that you can play it for like two. Days I haven't actually and... played it that much, really. How much? How many hours have you played it? How well, many compared times to his other it? games on this list, he has. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, oh, by the way, I was looking at our tier two hours. hours. I hadn't realised how far off I am in terms of hours from you, Rob. In terms I of hadn't what? In TF. That. It's because yeah. you've barely played it in the last year. I know, but... I... <laughs> no, shut up. I've played plenty of TF2, but it's only like 80 hours. You've played 400 hours. Uh, 400 Zach, you're on like... He's you're over 1,200. He's 1,200 now. <laughs> well, if you think my it's target... Hilarious. Well, no, you can't say that... Well, Zach plays it a lot, which is one thing, but he's played it a lot consistently a lot? over its That's entire like release. job. <laughs> <laughs> well, the worst thing is, is you know how high my hour count is? Well, mm. I introduced someone to the game about four or five months ago. Yeah. And if you think how long TF's... Uh, that's my target over the entire length of the game. He's matched and beaten my target in that time. Jesus and he God. works in my company and has, this, and, has <laughs> uh, and has a child. I think I'm destroying <laughs> his marriage by introducing uh, him to TF2. It's not World of Warcraft, man. <laughs> well, uh, it's got trade that's came in. <laughs> Oh, he spent, I've seen him at work just in the middle of the day because I have my Steam turned <laughs> on at work and um, yeah. uh, because I play Racketeer at lunch, so I have my like um, uh, my Steam turned on. A little pop up will come up saying <laughs> so, saying he's now in Team Fortress, and I just Team? look across the room and go, "What the fuck?" What and he's trading. <laughs> oh, he's trading. Oh, okay. Admittedly, it doesn't happen that much. I, I must say, in case any of my employers listen, but it's uh, um, it, 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 he's not that bad. It's like his it's like his screen break, except it's in front of the screen trading, and it's is he grateful to you for introducing him to like his biggest hobby? He, he does, yeah, he, he does like it a lot, but. It, uh, divorce might be on the cards. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, anyway. It must destroy quite a lot of his home life. How much have you played? How much have you played? It looks like it says 16 hours, which I guess is more than I thought it was. It doesn't feel like it because I guess you're, you're only playing like 10 seconds. <laughs> oh, he's in okay. two now, now, by the way. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> So you've played 16 hours of Super Meat Boy. I will get there. I, I, I'm working my way through. I'm on the third world or whatever. My well, problem basically... is that every time, every time I could complete a level, I have to do it. I have to get the A+, plus, obviously, like immediately. I well, can't keep, go keep past the level that, without yeah. getting the A+. Plus. I know what you mean. I'm the same. Keep doing that until you... I A plus everything up until the end of hell, and then I kind of gave up once I got to the rapture, because then it started getting really stupid. <laughs> right, so you yeah. can probably carry on A plusing it until you're done with hell. Oh man, I spent ages trying to do just that one on the second world where where it fires that laser straight up. I don't know why, but I couldn't get that ace on that because I kept, I couldn't because once you get up to the first notch, and this is going to be really boring for anyone who doesn't play Super Meat you get up to the first notch and then you wait for the laser to go past. But then you have there's a second notch, but you have to really bypass it and go straight yeah. up if you want to get yeah, the ranking. 
but I couldn't do that second one in run no matter how many times I tried. And I, I don't know. But luckily that's right at the start of the level, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, that It's not like you're waiting a lot of time kicking there and then cocking it up. Yeah, but check that's this out. Cool. You're talking in some detail about the incredible fine points of platforming and your interest yeah. about it. This is what this game has done to you. It's yeah, like taking it is what is normally the boring parts of a platform game, like jumping, and made it yeah. the entire point of the game. It's so good. So I mean, basically, you guys need to hurry up and get to the end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which means yeah. Rob needs to stop trying to do Dark World at the same time as doing Light World. Yeah, it does. Which is his problem oh, with it. Right. I haven't done and that. And I need to stop playing Blur, which is a bit of a problem. <laughs> I have to stop <laughs> playing. I can't, I can't. It's, it's, it's like at the moment, that's my go-to game. But get to the end of Super Meat Boy so you can do the ridiculous final boss, or, you know, Light World final boss. I haven't even got to the Dark World final boss. That's probably insane. Why do you but want us to get to this boss so much? Because, because it's I so want hard. to talk about how ridiculous it is, but I can't <laughs> oh, okay. ignore the mouse spoiling things. Is it a giant Terminator? I'm not going to say. But as I mentioned to Rob, it's like you can play Super Meat Boy at like basically any time you have a moment, because obviously it doesn't actually take very long to do one level, providing you don't That's get true. totally stuck. But but then it's like once you actually get to the the final boss, that's when you have to like put aside like an hour and a half because <laughs> right. it took me fucking forever. Well, I'm, I'm, consi- I, I'm considering making it like a play no, for no. ten minutes every day thing, so you have to feel <laughs> like I have to play it every day for ten yeah. for a short time because then you you're less frustrated. Sometimes you come back and you to it and you can out. do it. Yeah, and sometimes <laughs> you come back to something that, that you're having trouble with, and you can do it better the first time. I don't know why. Do you, not, do you ever get that? Yeah. You do yeah, it in one right. when you come back. The beginner's luck approach. Yeah, it's mysterious. Especially when you know the level already, then you have that beginner's luck when you come back to it. Or whatever. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> There's always something yeah. funny about the first time you try something because you go into it sort of fresh. It's, it's weird because... It, well, it's the whole beginner's luck theory, isn't it? It's, it's kind of that way that you actually do better when you don't know what the fuck you're doing and you're not trying yeah. so hard. Yes. As soon as you start to try and you still seem to think you know the mechanics, you start adjusting your strategy often in the wrong way because well, you haven't quite got the grip. So it does actually nullify that. In Super Meat Boy, it sort of nullify that a little bit by the fact that normally the best way to get through a level is to be moving instantly at the start and do everything at full yeah. speed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. because it's all. Try... That's one you of the best things about it. Is... What you're doing. When they developed it, they obviously set the times of everything so perfectly so that everything gets out of the way if you're going at full tilt just at the right time, doesn't it? Oh, that's hard. you know what? That's made me think of a very... You know you, how you love the insta-spawn thing on, yeah. on Super Meat Boy? Oh, it's made that. me think of a slight flaw in Blur. What's that? I, 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 yeah, a very and slight restart. flaw. I have to stop my gush. It's, uh, it, yeah, the restart, <laughs> the restart has a load. No. Which well, is, it, it, is, is it short? I mean, because one of the things I like most about Burnout 3 was on the Xbox specifically and not the PlayStation 2 was that the restart load was super short. Yeah, that is awesome. No, it's it's a, it's not. It's okay. shorter than starting from scratch, but it's still not short enough. Okay. There you go. Mind the floor. Ooh, it's not really perfect. <laughs> That's so, what do you think? I'm not very good at Super Meat Boy, so you're, you're going to have to forgive me if I don't get to the end that quickly, because I suck. <laughs> I suck not. I know, I know. Zach, I think you'll probably be a lot better at it than I ever will be, but um, 
I mean, one thing one of the guys on the PC Game Podcast said about it was that at first, like, you beat the levels and you're really happy to have beaten it or whatever, and that's great, a great feeling. But that, that as it got on, that feeling of accomplishment for finally beating the level was completely tempered by looking at the next level and going, oh, God, <laughs> that's impossible. <laughs> so it's not like a reward for, for beating something. It's actually like... You, big, just know, you just know that by completing it, you're, you're, you're just serving up more punishment. And... More punishment, yeah, exactly. So what do you think about that? It's masochistic oh, heaven. <laughs> Sometimes. There, there certainly are a couple of times where it's like the next level's coming up and it's just been like, what the fuck do you even do here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like... <laughs> But at least, like, you, there's no penalty for just trying things out. That's the best thing about the instant respawn. It's like, what do I... Well, I can jump around and try things. Yeah, you know? and then sometimes you, like, accident... Sometimes, I, as I discovered when I was watching one of the ROMs replays, he actually worked out the proper way to do the level rather than the way I was doing, which was much, much more way. difficult. <laughs> oh, that's happened to me, too, yeah. I've, I've had because once you think you've found a solution you just keep trying it and like punishing yourself until you can yeah, do it that you, it's like you can put it off once it. and then it's like oh yeah. I can do that so now you have to just learn the incredibly precise timing for that one thing where there's probably actually a really much easier route <laughs> yeah I don't know that was how it went oh. but now moving on to me because god damn we okay. talked about nothing a lot I mean not games a lot we've talked about stuff important stuff <laughs> just not games. I don't know if games can be really been called important stuff. <laughs> they In the context of this games. podcast, <laughs> yeah, they are. Oh, well, okay. Forgive me for having a big pick at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me for thinking about children starving in Africa for a second and woes <laughs> of the poor, world. Poor, poor Ethiopians. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes. But computer games. <laughs> but computer yes. games. Go on, uh, I played Space Chem because it came out stealthily without my knowledge on like January the first, which is the worst day to release anything. Oh, is that that game based on that Flash game you're playing? Then? Yeah, the Alchemical Engineering theme Google that I right. talked about before. So how is it? It's totally awesome and incredibly, it like super hard puzzles. It's like it's pretty much hard as bad as geeky as a puzzle game could be. If you well, don't mind me saying, it's incredibly techy. It's like programming on chains. Sort of. So, like... so you like it more than the Flash game, do you? Because when you were talking about it in development, you were thinking it might be dumbed down and made for an iPhone or something. You were talking about. <laughs> well, no, I was saying it would be good on iPhone because of the way yeah. it should that that clearly should be a touchscreen control. And in fact, it almost has a sort of element of that in the PC version, where instead of like clicking, dragging symbols or whatever, you just hold down one of the keyboard buttons, and it holds down that button, and then you just click, so it creates the right symbols. So, like when you're doing directions, you just hold down oh. W A S L D and click, and it creates the correct direction arrow. Oh, which is that's clever. A, like like a simplification. I didn't I didn't bother learning any of the other. Because <laughs> it like it goes all the way from like W S D and then you've got like Q E R T T G Y H. <laughs> it's like okay, I'm never <laughs> going to remember most of these. I just have to do the rest by clicking. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so you're like putting these program things in, and you know, because the thing about the the alchemical engineering was it like it had those little arms that pick up the thing and then rotated, but they obviously they rotated around a fixed spot, and then they could only be so long or so short. And that was how the programming went with that. 
Whereas in this one, it's like picking up and moving the molecule around a course, and then the commands happen on that loop. (coughs) And then you have to, like, join shit together, obviously, and make the right shapes. It's a puzzle game. I don't know what the fuck's going on here. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's like you can't. It's not very easy to tell people what's happening if the, if you just show them like one of the no, yeah, you have to you, start, you, you start the tutorial and let them learn it. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. It's, it, it, a lot of the problems you face in it, though, and programming is the right word because a lot of the problems are the same as ones you would face in the programming world. It's like you you've not only got to figure out the correct. <laughs> I know, but it's it's not it's my job. It's not something I really want to do in a game. It's uh, you know it, it, that's the bit that doesn't appeal to me. It's, it's like it's, you have to get you have a set of functionality and you have to use it in order to solve a problem so you have to program the order in which it happens blah but there's also issues like thread synchronization where the fact that you know things have to happen in two different parallel ways at an appropriate with appropriate timing in order to get the best result and there's also problems of essentially when your loops get full up and stuff like but you know how you handle buffers of things and it's there's a lot of there's a lot of parallels with the programming world in it Oh and hmm. then wrong is like, this is too much like work. <laughs> this is interesting, exactly. but it's my job. I don't, <laughs> I don't really I've want to do that in a game. I've never quite understood why, Zach, I mean, this is really off topic, but why haven't you ever learned any programming? You'd be good at it, and you could probably make yeah. loads of money at it, too. <laughs> because I'm like, it's too <laughs> difficult. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. anyway, never mind. That's completely apropos of nothing, but still. Yeah, hurry up, learn C++, and then get a job at screen so I can upload some of my work onto you. It's not that difficult. Yeah, I've got a book you can buy. I just want to be less like... I want minions. That's Yeah. That's all I'm after, minions. You to have a suitable income for pizza buyage. That too. I had a terrible... That Rob spends money on, obviously. Pretty much. Pizza for you. Pizza for the world. I'm helping those Ethiopians with free pizza. I heard an awful uh, programming joke the other day. You want to hear that? Try it. Uh, your mama, so fat, the recursive function calculating her mass caused a stack overflow. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> there you go. You know what I'd say? You haven't got enough memory. <laughs> just, 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 just put more RAM in there. Use a loop. Use <laughs> recursion. Use a loop. Yeah. Anyway, so you're just thinking about solving it in the program. Where yeah, I did just like, do it in your mum's diet. <laughs> yeah, just do it a different way. I can, yeah, at the end yeah. of the day, my problem is calculating her mass. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So that was space yeah. game, I guess. Even but if, yeah. it, even if I, I, I suppose if I was programming, if I, if I actually came across a stack overflow with an exception, I'd just put fucking huge as the result. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's always the best. I did so that with a, um, I did that with a progress timer. Where if it doesn't, if it can't work out how long something has left to go, it just says a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Well, that's better than Microsoft Windows telling you it's going to take three years or whatever it used yeah, to be. Yeah. You know, when it was copying something or 
21 days. It's like, no, that estimate is clearly wrong. <laughs> Just don't say anything if you're going to say something. Anyway, so space, that's Space Game. Yeah. I guess I can't really talk about it because there's... How much is that on Steam? impossible to describe game. It's not on Steam. You have to actually get it from... Oh, because it's popped up on Steam and then yeah, you must have added, added it. So it's like non-Steam game. Okay. Not so, that it even plays full screen. Or I don't have it in full screen. It doesn't need to be full screen, you know? <laughs> it's not like a yeah. graphics or anything. It's just icons. Yeah. So yeah, buy that from their website for $20. Ooh. What's Not the website? Spacechem.com or something. No, that would uh, be too maybe. generic. Someone will have already but, got that. But they're, they're the, I guess, game company, which doesn't seem like it, you know, it's not a big one. It's clearly just like some guy made this company at some point. Along the lines of Minecraft and all that, where he's just like mm. founded the company and it's not very many people. But they're Zaktronic Industries. Zaktronic. <laughs> That's quite appropriate. It's yeah. not your name, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then I bought their game. <laughs> How appropriate! It's just them them with their you, should make, you should make puzzles like that for their games and stuff. You'd be good at that. <laughs> um, and there's, there's a rumor that they're going to make an editor for it, of course, which would make sense since you know you just define oh, yeah, an there's... input and an output, and then you that you make it leave it up to the user to solve it. <laughs> Not exactly difficult to make a level, providing you like know a... how it should be done. Let's try uh, and make it more complicated with the factory map and things. So, are you going to get into the editor for Super Meat Boy when that comes out shortly? <laughs> uh, that will be a bit more difficult, I imagine. It'll be the yeah. timing thing that no, no one will be able to do it. Or, like, you know, only certain people will spend the time to learn how to do the... Because that's really the, the, the trick to Meat Boy. You don't have a little planet problem that there's, a whole, there's millions and millions of shit levels. And only a few really good ones. That's true. How many will involve ha- an infinite rain of bombs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or a shark. <laughs> you know, after that one we found that one time about the shark chasing you. Yeah. Since then, I found like another five that are pretty much the same. That just copied it. They just yeah. That just seems to be now that I've stumbled upon them. It's like when I stumbled on the bombs and said I like them. It then gave me a million more suggestions that it was the same thing. <laughs> now that I, said I liked the shark run thing. thing. It's given me a million shark runs. The bombs were a bit oh, more dear. simple than obvious, though. <laughs> Rather than the shark thing, which was almost, you know, it had some elements of the actual programming. This of yeah, it's pretty hilarious. <laughs> so I guess now I should talk about one more game before we run out of time. Because we're going to run out of time, Perfect. aren't we? How much longer we got? We're actually okay. Um, uh, is this by the three-hour got... standard? Or... <laughs> this is by two-hour fifteen. We've still got half an hour, so... Jesus, really? <laughs> yeah. It seems I like you've been doing a lot like a bat. I thought I gushed fast enough, but okay. Awesome. No, we're, I we're all good, so go for it. So, uh, I'm, I'm going to talk about, again, I'm going to talk about Eve again, because the last part of the patch that was right. stuff winter patch finally came out. And Talk about the characters. In, yeah, it put in a new character creator. The... the, the Oh, yeah. Like, now you're not just a head. <laughs> oh. Although, so of they're going to use those models in future, aren't they? Like, you're going to be able to walk around the space station or some nonsense. Yeah. So, right. it's so, like, yeah. now you have a proper body, like, a model and, like, clothes, but, of course, you, you just take a picture of the head. So you're still really a head at the moment. <laughs> at the moment. At the moment, though, isn't it? That's the key. I mean... Yeah, but who knows when they're going to actually <laughs> get around to doing all this station stuff. 
It could take forever. Literally. I mean, the e- the Eve face creator was quite advanced for the time, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. already pretty, pretty good. So pretty good, this, yeah. this is the problem with the now. new one. Well, this is the problem with the new one. They made this like pretty impressive technology, and it has like it has you like you grab parts of the body and face and morph them by dragging and stuff. Right. Obviously, <laughs> well, I say cool. obviously. That that just seems like a logical way you do it. It's not like sliders anywhere. Where it's oh, like cool. nose slider. <laughs> you just grab the nose. <laughs> and, uh, and of course, the hilarious slider. Uh, and that was loud. Uh, and the and the famous PC gamer um, uh, tactic of maximum face, <laughs> which is where you put every slider to maximum. <laughs> <laughs> maximum face. Anyway, yeah. So now yeah. you can grab so them more. You, you grab them more. It's like with this. it's like the title screen of Mario sixty four. <laughs> <laughs> Except no, slightly less extreme really. than that, likely. <laughs> but okay. the problem with it is like your the faces are like quite severely locked locked down to your race for a start. So it's like if you're in the same race as someone else, they all sort of look vaguely the same. It's like if you're French, other... you all look French, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> they don't even look very French any longer. But <laughs> it's like if you're an Amar, you're going to be an old dude. <laughs> You're gonna look about oh. fifty. You don't have any choice. <laughs> Wait, so they don't—they don't have young people in Armar. Apparently not. Maybe there's no story explanation for that. Then. So, do they not have babies? They're just an endless race of clones. Well, that's one of the races in Galent is an infinite race of clones, but that's a way too backstory to be. <laughs> that's way too backstory for anyone to care about. Um, but yeah, so you your—it's like your face is sort of semi-locked to race, which is already pretty bad and it's like after you've done this trick at face morphing and stuff there's so few goddamn options for parts of the face like hair or eyebrows <laughs> oh okay so you you and particularly hair it's bloody it definitely isn't like, enough hair you get like 10 options for galent male and none of them are long which is the worst thing because my old character had long hair in, he looked oh, yeah, pretty he French, did, didn't he? coincidentally, <laughs> because he was, he, was very, he had long hair. He was pretty was pallid like, looking, wasn't he? He was quite yeah. white looking. Yeah, cool. and I was I like, suppose. I can recreate that. Oh wait, no I can't, because there's no options for long hair apart from dreads, which look really, really bad. <laughs> oh, so that kind of screwed me over. And so I was you, can't like, even, you can't even make what you already had, now that is a trouble. No, that is a like, that, that's just a design. They should have... Isn't it obvious, you'd think, for making this upgrade, they should have recreated all the parts that already existed in the new one, and then added some? <laughs> That's mm. what you do, isn't it? Yeah, I get your point, yeah. So, so, so I only overall... vaguely like my guy. So you don't like this overall, then? Well, I mean, the tech is great, but definitely not enough options. And then they've said, like... We're making options for like tattoos and piercings, and then we're going yeah, to put that like in APB. Did they buy the <laughs> APB people or something? <laughs> I don't think so. It's their own in house tech. It's like called Carmen or something. Oh. Powered by Carmen, which <laughs> it's not very eco friendly, apparently. What? Why not? Carmen. Carmen. Oh, like it. Carmen. Putting out lots of carbon. I don't know. Is but, that a better um, name than Game Face? <laughs> it's a better name. I don't know. Game Face is pretty funny. Yeah. Get your Game Face on. 
<laughs> Literally. That's quite cool. Not EA Sports. <laughs> I'm quite looking forward to the new uh, Tiger Woods because it has the Masters, uh, which they've never had before. The you know Augusta National, and that's the only yeah, golf I ever watch on TV. That's really weird though. So I want to play that course. That whole situation is like getting the rights for that. Crazy. Well, it's because no one's ever got the rights before, and they're they're being super extreme about it, aren't they? Yeah, basically. Like there was that story, wasn't there, about the um, the scorecard that they sent them a scorecard to copy for the game, but then they were like, "This is our only copy. Please send it back." Well, not our only copy, but the only one we ever send <laughs> to anyone. Which like you, you can't have this. Red... Yeah, because you're 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 no. you're, 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 yeah, oh, it's ridiculous. But um, it's still that does excite me more than any Tiger Woods game for a while or golf game <laughs> because, because of that Tiger course Woods. is awesome. And fake yeah. courses that were sort of terrible. Well, they had loads of famous like Pebble Beach stuff and and uh, Buddy uh, St Andrews, which I don't ever want to play oh, again because it's so because <laughs> it's a Lynx course of course there's going to be tall grass everywhere that's what it is but it's really boring I mean Augusta National is such not a beautiful course it's not very much to look at is it? no no exactly. I don't think they ever did as much of a good job of rendering it <laughs> that's true but I mean it that, uh, awful but you've got more to start off with in terms of this with Augusta National because of all the flowers and uh, you know the bridges and uh, all the wildlife and it's just generally awesome so that would be cool Anyway, Eve. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, um, yeah, you got you get so little options for like hair and stuff, and then you get virtually no options for clothes. I mean, obviously that doesn't really matter at the moment. And they said they're going to put in this patch for like tattoos and piercings in the future. And then they sort of suggested that you'll get to remake your characters when they do that again, which is kind of weird in itself. Where it's just like, so why not just wait until we had these? <laughs> But then, I mean, obviously, what this is leading to, the end of this road, will be horrible, horrible microtransactions to buy more stuff. No. What do you mean? Buying tattoos or something? Oh, I see. You mean real microtransactions. You mean with well, real money? I think they're yeah. probably going to build it into an in-game system where it will use, like, the buying your subscription using in-game money. That same system but, will be. But it'll be really weird because in terms of the actual flavour of the world or whatever you call it, I don't know, but you're going to end up with jackets costing similar prices to ships. Yeah. It's, yeah. Not it's just dumb. Yeah. It's going to ruin makes the sense. world. It's like TF2. It's, it's like hats cost the same, cost more than than guns. And that makes sense in TF2, but, you know, I, in I had one of those moments world, just then where I said it'll ruin the world and for... Someone listening to just my part of the speech, it would sound like we're sounding talking about something slightly more dramatic than even. <laughs> it will ruin the world. Entire <laughs> world. Yes. <laughs> that seems to be what this is heading towards, worryingly, and sort of mm. annoyingly. And they did; they have suggested before that they want to actually, maybe at some point, introduce some kind of ship customization. Like, maybe you can have your corporation logo on the side of your ship or something. Mm. Or you can colour it slightly differently somehow. Right. So presumably those will get microtransactions as well. It's like, ah, what, as soon as they as soon as soon they put the system in place that seemed to suggest that they were going to go to microtransactions, now everything they do, you just think, oh shit, microtransactions are coming. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's this permanent, like, sword of Damocles over the whole game world is, oh god, they're yeah. going to implement... 
like, like any second really now, cheap. we're totally fucked. <laughs> but they're going to be... A, they, I mean, they're quite responsive to their community, obviously, otherwise they wouldn't survive so long. Yeah, I'm sure. Are they not? <laughs> Are they well, not responsive? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, they hate this it's one of those things that is like, it's hard to tell. Well, I'm going to say this. It's like, it's hard to tell how responsive they are <laughs> to like community problems because they never fucking say anything to the community, which in itself is not responding to the community, and yet things still get done. <laughs> That's it's weird. like they, they never tell you anything, like, they never. So they never say, because of popular demand, we've done this. Or well, very barely. Or, or they'll like acknowledge that a problem exists and say, we're going to fix this, and then just never say anything about it again until suddenly the fix appears one day <laughs> in a patch. It's like, that's not good community relations. You're going to sort of keep us updated on these things. And they've barely mm-hmm. only just started learning to like update on, on patch day, have a forum post that's stickied that says this is when it's meant to come back up, and then when they inevitably extend the downtime, update that post with more information that says this is why we've just extended the downtime because we're oh. idiots. Yeah, <laughs> like, so they've should... only just learned to do that after like seven years. None of this sounds like they don't listen to the community type stuff. It's not like none of this sounds like it deserves the <laughs> response. <laughs> Well, I they guess... are actually fixing the game in the way that the community says. They're just not being particularly verbal This is another one of those things where you can't re- you can't really say because it's all my main like experience of the devs and community of Eve is over the forums, where basically forums are of course only the stomping ground of whiners so they're going to whine about everything and then if the devs ever respond to anything, they're going to take that and rip it apart, because it's like, we must dig for every tiny shard of information out of this dev comment or whatever, so it's really hard to tell but sometimes it just doesn't feel like they're getting stuff done in the right order it's the classic complaint of like, stop introducing content and bug fix all these bugs that we've already told you about. God damn it! <laughs> right. Hmm. I... Yeah, maybe they should just adjust like who's working on what just within their team slightly, so they have more people working on. You know, they did fixing sort of things. Weirdly, they did a weird like they made lots of sub teams and stuff for this recent patch. Where it's like these guys are only working on this, and it's more and it seemed more organised this time, which. Well, I don't know if it worked, but <laughs> it's another thing I can't say. It's like I I I don't keep up enough with the e forums because I get I get really bogged down in reading stuff. It's like <laughs> if I start not reading, forum, it'll be like oh shit, two hours later, damn. Yeah, you can you can be there all day on forums, can't you? It's ridiculous. <laughs> so man, reading. Yeah. You have to be careful as a as a a bloke with you know disposable income just in general of how many hobbies you get involved with because they can take up all of your time if you're not careful like if you add one like rob rob's friend has added tf2 to his his work and family life and he's like one i'll be too many you know i mean i am obsessed with the guitars and effects pedals i can easily spend two hours on a forum for effects pedals and that's just time completely wasted because i can't afford to buy any of the things on there and I don't know. And it's it's you could you could acquire so much obscure knowledge that no one cares about it except <laughs> like like I could tell you all kinds of things about it and you would you would not care. <laughs> anyway, oh yeah, and there's one more thing I kind of, well I guess two more things I kind of wanted to mention about 
the new Eve pet. Let's make it free. <laughs> I'm going to keep going up with it. Go with these first ones. Um, there's the the classic. This was an instant like instant forum post classic for the complaining people or the basically trolls to to latch onto and sort of take the piss out of. But it's like now that your like appearance is locked more to your race, there's only one specific race that can be black. <laughs> Really? It's like, wow, that, that public relations nightmare incoming, lol. What, could you be black no matter what, who you were before? I, I don't think that. you, you could be darker. <laughs> I don't think you could necessarily be black on all of them before, but now you've got like only one race that could actually be black black, <laughs> and none of the other ones. Is like, this, if there are races... Well, the weird, well, yeah, that's the weird of... thing. Does this really count as racism in the sense that, that they are... <laughs> Depicted races. It's a slight, slight area. Yeah. I also feel bad for the players of that race because (laughs) it's like now you're the only race that can be black, so you're already subject to black racism. But you're the the race that they chose for the black people is also Minotaur, which is already the sort of classic joke of Eve, because their ships look like junk piles, so everyone takes a piss out of them for that. Like, oh, they've stacked oh, the pieces. Pieces. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. I mean, it's only bad when you combine it like that, I think, but when you actually look into it at that level. <laughs> you, you'd think some of the other races would have the one or two... I've got to watch my wording there. We'll have one or two sort of um, extra... Like, the odd, the odd pig person from another... Well, they did kind of do that. Every race, every race got like a third sub race, I guess, in it of one of the previous expansions, and that was where they basically made every race now has an Asian version. <laughs> oh god, but those still exist, I guess. If I was going to play Eve, I would totally get the most ghetto-ass spaceship I ever could. The most <laughs> junkyard-looking, giant junkyard-looking battleship. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Oh, get the typhoon. It's the one that looks like a giant trash can. Because it's basically <laughs> a sort of... It's ba- the model is basically a hollow hexagonal sphere. Sphere? It's a cylinder. So if it flies with it sideways, so it, like the the hollow is pointing forwards, basically. So if but you called like, yourself Oscar the Grouch, and... <laughs> call the ship like <laughs> something. It'd be awesome if they used the ship as, as, as one of its abilities that it could just drive into people and then crush them. <laughs> well, it just had a giant crusher in. It'd be a giant trash character. That's not very Eve, is it? Pretty funny. Oh well. And then what was the other thing I was going to say? I thought, shit, I came up with two more things. Oh, right. Apart from the character creator, I was, I was also going to mention that they messed around with the planetary interface, which was maybe more important to me even than the characters. And that remains to be seen if it's a good or bad thing. It seems like probably lower production for more effort. It was another classic case of... <laughs> of it was like they made this promise before the fact where it's like, we're going to reduce the click fest in planet interface because... All you did with planetary interfaces, every time you restarted your extractors, it was like, double-click on the extractor to open the deposits, double-click on the deposit you want. Do that for every single extractor you own. And it's like, oh, it's a click first, we're going to get rid of that. <coughs> so what they actually did was make it so that instead of double-clicking the extractor every day, you click and drag the extractor head to a new location every time. So it's like, well done, you've reduced it by maybe one click. <laughs> 
And you've made <laughs> it so you have to accurately drag each time rather than just going yeah. click, click, click. So yeah. that's worse. So it takes longer <laughs> and it's not actually reducing the number of clicks very much. Genius. <laughs> they, they delivered on their promise, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that's, a, that's one of the cases of taking the uh, feedback a little too literally, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. But I, it was, this was another where you get like a dev comment after this where it's like, well, not really after, sort of during this. They were saying, it's like they were making planet, the planetary mining interface more like what it was meant to be. It's like, so we, we got used to this clipfest method, but that was actually really crap and it wasn't how it was meant to be in the first place. And this new click and drag interface, which is a lot like cooler and more detailed. Is more what it was meant to be, but because we got right. used to the shitness, we're like, oh no, <laughs> make it too difficult. Yeah. So you think they should wait to release features? Oh, God, than should they, they ever? <laughs> this is the same problem I've, that has turned up in Eve over and over, where it's like they they it's a classic. But they're using sort of their community beta as beta issue. testers, aren't they? Yeah. Or, or well, you you see a lot of comments where it's like, we told you about this on the test server. Why did you still release it? Oh, right. The only time they ever <laughs> seemed to have listened to that was the first time when they put the planetary interface in, where they delayed that patch a lot. It was like, we realise this is actually bad. <laughs> okay. So maybe they have learned something. Maybe they're getting better at it. Maybe they are. Time will tell. So. I think that was it. We're still playing I can't remember if I had, a third, I had a third point, I'm sure, but maybe that got mashed into one of those other two. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> So we don't need to game forever because you know <laughs> it does kind of put me into a weird I like, limbo. I like seat, talking though. about it sometimes. Sometimes, like yeah. That, sometimes. That, 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 yeah. I heard all this yesterday, so it's. Uh... <laughs> well, yeah. I'm just going to tell you stuff before we do. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting then. <laughs> I, like, I like the fact that we do this podcast now because um, in the old days before we did this podcast, Zach would still spout off about Eve in the exact same way, but with no audience apart from us. He didn't really care like, at all anyway. So it's like... I'm awesome at talking you know, about Eve. It's like, he had to get it out well. like, No one cares. And that, now he's got like a proper outlet for it, which I think is good because... because <laughs> it's therapy. Before, I, uh, yeah, it's good. I like it. Because someone out there cares, especially once we get the, the clip page for Eve up and running, can you, you know, with all the old tags. Someone will be able to go on there and just, um, <laughs> and just listen to all of Zach's talk about Eve all in one row. It should be hilarious. Oh, oh so I was just cool. thinking about if there was any more games that I wanted to fit in... Uh, Maybe we should do a quick mention for Borderlands again between me and Rob. Because we've been playing it a tiny bit. Well, a bit. Yeah. Well, I was going to say a tiny bit, but it's really never tiny for Borderlands. Well, we sort of finished General Knox and we started on Claptrap. Revolution, Robo. Robo Lucian. Robo Lucian. Robo Lucian. Super. I was. Trap, Claptrap, Trap. trap, trap. And I can't remember, was I trying not to spoil the end of Knox for you? I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. Not the, was it that interesting, really? No, it's not really much of an ending, really. The boss was a bit... He, he General, General Knox is like... He's a bit easy to stunlock. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, just shoot, shoot him and he sort of stumbles him. Place. And then he shoots him all. And he stumbles a bit. And then you shoot him. The biggest problem with that boss is his minions, which heal him. Yeah. When, when the medics come out. 
you have to be paying attention. When you hear the siren, you have to actually not shoot the boss for a while and quickly go and kill off all the other things. Which is the Borderlands boss that is just like the boss at the end of uh, Opposing Force? Is this the one? No, it's, that's is the, that the main game. Last boss. The original game, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the giant, big mysterious lump of blue thing. Yeah. And then, how far did we get in Flapchat? Did we actually get to... Hang on, let me just think. We were dossing around in the dump, weren't we? Did we get through the dump? Did we go... We went into the we went canyon. Back. We went into the into the underground oh, place, didn't we? This, this, this is fascinating, maybe. <laughs> we should come back to this when we play this. <laughs> <laughs> well, in any case, probably getting through it, gradually. Cool. All the DLC. We're still playing more lands, surprisingly. Uh, nine game. The Claptraps expansion. Which was um kind of funny but also kind of like a bit cheap. <laughs> okay. It was Don't like get my hopes too high. There was some entertaining like, you know, bits of dialogue and situations and stuff, but then it was just like they were a bit it was a bit like reused mechanics. Rob will see when we get... Because I'm trying not to spoil it, even though it's probably not even worth not spoiling, but you'll see how it's like... They didn't really do anything different again. <laughs> okay. It's not It's not as very... In, despite the setting, they haven't really exploited it and made... Because well, I've said before, that's kind of Borderlands' biggest issue, is there's not enough variation in what you end up doing. And it's... No. Uh, well, you know, the setting might be different and the reasons might be different, but what you actually end up doing is just go here, kill this the majority yeah. of the time. Well, you know, the the I know. It's hard to say, but... It's hard to say, yeah. You run around mm. any shootings and you get awesome guns. That's still all that matters. I wish... I Really what I think they should have done for the expansions was made more weird gun variations. Like yeah. the shotgun that shoots rockets. They should have come up with If they made more weapon parts that did weird things, that would have been awesome. A gun with one of those balls on a chain attached to it, so it fires it and then has to reel it back in. Ah, and you're talking about. You're talking yeah. about combining combining Borderlands with um, bullets, on, aren't you? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like, well, that sounds like a good mix. Yeah. But it's like doesn't even have any like it, there should have been at least like maybe a grenade launcher part or something. I mean seriously. Mm, maybe. Well when Gearbox are done with Duke Nukem, maybe they'll start work on Borderlands too. Well, I mean there has a speculation that they want to do that. They want to do well, it. Well the demo should given its success. And so. they've just announced a release date for Duke Nukem, it's like May thirty first or something. <laughs> oh, cool. Uh, so it has a release date after what I don't even want to know. 96, wasn't it announced? No. 97, it was announced. It's over a decade, that's all we need to know. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so that would be cool. Borderlands 2. What's also that? They need uh, to more guns. More. Yeah, more crazy-ass guns. <laughs> oh, that was right. On that Bulletstorm video, it was like... The, they had like the lead designer, who's a, like a lady. Oh, no, not the lead designer, producer or something. And they had Cliffy B, obviously. But she was mm. like... Well, every every shooter has 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 its shotgun. We've got three. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's like, is um, we... is bullet bullet storms has got the guy from Black working on it, hasn't it? 
Am I, am I thinking of the right no, game? No, that's the other one. That, that's the um, that's Brink, isn't it? Or whatever it's called. Hang on, let me bring it up. Um, that's Brink. <laughs> yeah, Brink is the one with I think with the guy from Black and Bullet. No, I may be wrong. I think it's the other way um, around. I'm pretty sure he's working on Bulletstorm or something. She's not in Brink, I don't think. But... Yeah, you might be right. Oh, but yeah. It's just because the name sounds for a bit similar, time. doesn't it? Brink, Black, Black, Brink. And Black. Yeah. They But I thought he was British, wasn't he, the Black guy? And yeah. Brink is a British developed game. I mean, he's called something Black, isn't he? Yeah, he is, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whereas, um... Weird thing about it. Obviously, obviously, uh... Bulletstorm is is epic, isn't it? It's Again, this is fascinating conjecture. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll correct this next week. But in the meantime, <laughs> four four minutes warning. Okay, very brief note. I've Sonic Colors. I finished it. It was it was still awesome, pretty much all the way through. Cool. There was a yeah. there was only really one moment I had a bad. There was one moment where I had a bad rail transfer, which was the classic old problem of old Sonic games. Oh, and it wasn't technically a rail transfer, it was a roller coaster transfer. But <laughs> you, you had that in Radio well, Future as well, didn't you? Well, well, there's, not much, there's not much more to say, really, about Sonic Colors, other than it is cool all the way through. The music is great in places, you know, seriously catchy tunes. Um, and some of the tries only into Japanese. It's always funny. Yeah, the <laughs> Japanese mode is quite funny. <laughs> Although, to be honest, they don't say many of the things in Japanese. It's just sort of English with a Japanese accent. Like, Dwill! Even better. And... <laughs> That's even better. And Sonic sounds a bit different. He sounds, yeah, quite a lot different from the American counterpart, actually, in, in American. But, it's, uh... but, yeah, the biggest flaw is the bosses. They're all crap. Ah. <laughs> like, there's no denying it. All the bosses I never like boss, bosses in Sonic anyway. No, old, but old Sonic 4 does a much Sonic better job bosses. of them. Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah. They're, they're kind of, you know, in Sonic 4, there's a sort of skill to them, whereas in Sonic Colors, it's pretty much a crapshoot. It's been in Sonic 4, they just riff off some <laughs> old Sonic Yeah, the old the, 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 <laughs> all, of, all of Sonic 4 is about the old games with a slight twist. So it's. Oh, I did like yeah. the, the that casino level where it just gave you a million extra lives. <laughs> yeah, the, cut, the card <laughs> level. You just run past these cards and flip over if you get any like sets of three lives in 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 short space of time. You just give your life, and so you end up like it's it's your I'm running low level. Yeah, so Rob had like twenty five lives by the end of it. <laughs> it was like what? It was like, like, like playing it challenge mode style a bit easier. Yeah, but it's another case of like, why do we need lives in this game? What are you doing? <laughs> If you're just going to make a level which gives you so many goddamn lives anyway. <laughs> That's true. It's a bit of an old, outmoded concept in general, lives, aren't they? Can I just do a quick edit for those of them that, that yeah. the people that listen that are not Facebook friendly? You can now follow us on Twitter at, at Saladcast. I, did, I didn't even know that, so that's good to know. <laughs> awesome. I made a post 22 minutes ago saying we're nearly done. <laughs> this is finally an actual, proper, genuine use for Twitter because yeah. I don't have a Twitter account because I don't. No, neither do I. Twitter, I, I don't see a point for me personally to have a Twitter. But account, now, but it, yeah, it makes sense for the cast. Yeah, people can tweet us questions and. We've already had two people follow us before we've even made an episode. Really, you can tweet that we're what? Two and then people. people can... 
And then people can tweet questions while we're recording, and then we can answer them at the end if they're actually. Man, we'll have to be really happy if that happens. <laughs> Someone just happens to be leave some time. Happens to be there. Right, one minute. Yeah. Uh, so one minute. One minute. Uh, thank you for joining us on our first uh, podcast of uh, 2011. Uh, many more to come. Maybe slightly more we'll regularly. Have less games to talk about, and then we can talk about each individual one a bit more. I don't know. Yeah. Know. What else? What are we going to look forward to? I've got Vanquish to talk about next time. I'm going to talk about TF2 because I haven't played it until <laughs> yeah. I just started playing it again. So I'll we get to talk it. about. That's all I plan. And uh, yeah, ton, tons more stuff. So uh, join us then. And uh, 20 seconds. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I always start with like, 20 seconds, man. Losing like... time. Uh, I always start my sign off like, really early. We're just singing songs. The end. <laughs> <laughs>